Nian, did you have something you want to share with the group? No. <laughs> a certain selection of glassware, perhaps? No. <laughs> Say it, you bitch. <laughs> okay, I'll admit it. I drank gin and tonic out of a mug and it was warm and there was no ice. Are you happy now? Just Are you think? happy? You can be shamed. No, and that will now never happen again, won't it? <laughs> I can't promise anything. <laughs> oh, you think that's bad? I um, had drank WKD out of a saucepan and it, <laughs> well, it gets worse, gets worse. West Coast Cooler out of a frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you haven't drank an alcoholic beverage out of? Um, I wasn't drank out of a shoe. That's a step too far. Oh no, well, maybe a new shoe, but not like one that's new. <laughs> Fucking it. That was clean. That was brilliant. Oh my god. Fucking hell. There you go. God, you use saucepans for everything. Cooking, drinking out of ironing. It's <laughs> <laughs> your worst kind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Gin and Barrett, the podcast. I'm Kevin O'Connor-Jones, double barrel bitch, your fabulous host every week. And joined with me this week is Shastra and Shanid. Hello, girls. Hello. 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 Welcome back to Shastra. Have you recovered after last week? I certainly have and much more refreshed and together this week. Good, good. And how are you, Sinead? Oh, not bad, thanks. How are you, Kevin? <laughs> thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, do you listen to your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that you listened. <laughs> um, I'm okay. Um, yeah, it's just been a, a standard week. Yeah, just going through the process. You know, um, not much. Oh, I went to see um. Yeah, so that's me sad, but in my life at the minute, still grieving granny, still pick up the phone to call her, you know, but you have to get all my things, but um, happy things, went to Delta Goodrum last night, and she was fabulous, um, brilliant concert, um, very lively, Nick went with me, like, he dragged him with me, he's not really fussed on her music, but he, he said at the concert, God, she's a mad bitch. Like, she was just moving about the stage, like, so she has a lot of ballad songs, but she made them, like, really rocky because she had a light band, and her husband was one of the guitarist singers. Um, And she made, like, everything quite rocky and stuff, and, like, she was on top of her piano, and, yeah, she was fabulous. So, um, yeah, I get to see Delta Goodrum, go see her. I love my Delta. Um, and apart from that, my week's just been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. And trying to keep up with all the different fucking countries of Drag Race. It's a, it's a job. I should get paid for it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's been my week. And I'm looking forward to the weekend. Um, I've got this tonight, obviously. Um, then tomorrow I am going to Sarah's house. Not her new one. 
but um, her mum and dad's house for the drinks um, in the afternoon, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, what are your plans for the weekend, girls? We do alphabetical order. You want to go first? Alphabetical. Um, I'm on a works night out tomorrow for someone's birthday, so we'll be over in town. We're starting early. We're starting about half three, so um, I'll be sending you some uh drug Snapchats around about seven p.m. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Put them on story. <laughs> Sunday, hopefully, I'll just be in the hot tub most of the day. I'm not planning to do much. Nice lazy Sunday on the cards because I have ended. Oh my god! You want a visitor? I'm not. I'm not doing a hot on Sunday. I can come to the hot tub too if you're if you're afraid. <laughs> you have to put up with me hungover and looking like a foot, but you know whatever. I'll probably be the same. Well, I may not be hungover because I'm not successful for the win, but I will be looking like a foot. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome anytime. And what about you, Need? Um, well, tomorrow I'm actually meeting um, a few girls that I used to work with in my previous job. So they're going to come down and we're going to uh, go out and dairy. So also, thank you. We're, we'll be starting pretty early. Uh, or we have our food booked for half four. So um, we will be on it in good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Sunday, I don't really have much plan, but I, I'd, I'm hoping the weather will be somewhat nice. I'd like to go for like, a walk, grab a bite to eat, like get out, get active, you know. And just for our Protestant listeners out there, it's a dairy legendary <laughs> Legendary. Legendary. We're all inclusive podcast. Uh, that sounds like a fabulous, especially the Sunday. I like the wee walk and the food. Yeah. And I like to eat. Where are you thinking of going for food? Don't know. See where the day takes me, Kevin. Oh, she could have put rush. At the weather's night. But everyone goes to the port when the weather's nice and it's so buzzing yeah, and you're but... stuck in your cars and it's like... Ugh. But listen to my rationale here. It's the first weekend where the kids have been back to school. They just want a weekend in the house. It is probably one of the quietest weekends you should go. No, I'll guarantee you they'll be in full force, Kevin. If the weather's nice, the port is busy. To be... They'll be celebrating the kids going back to school. It'll be mental. Oh, I love like, oh, let's go out for dinner. Uh, Johnny and Stacey are in primary one and primary two. They've done so well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on to that later. <laughs> when the pistol show you the picture in front of the fireplace, in front of the front door, look how cute you look. And it's like, okay, babe, you too, you. Okay. Um, okay, so we'll just go straight into... Um, sorry, I'm just making notes because you've just reminded me of something to talk about. I feel like a doctor with this pen. <laughs> right. Um, straight into news and popular culture. I don't have much. I don't like reading drab, miserable news bits. I don't like getting into the serious politics unless there's a meme or I can spin it in a comedic way. So I'm just going to talk through a little, like, kind of meme bits, as always. Anyways, the first one I have, have you seen the video um, of the guy who's in Adele's concert in Las Vegas in her residency? And he it's a seated kind of like auditorium kind of thing. And he's standing up. You've seen it yet? Yeah, no, I never, yeah. So he, I haven't. he's standing up, like dancing. I think it's to one of our more Bobby songs, to be fair to him. 
And the security keep coming to him and telling him to sit down. Um, and the people behind him, and are, you don't see this in the video, but apparently they are telling him to sit down as well because it is a seated, like, concert. Of course, with Adele, it would be its reality. And Adele then sees the security from the stage annoying him and she stops the show and she's like can you just leave him alone he's here to have a good time let him like dance or whatever he wants to do now a lot of the comments under this video agreed with Adele that he's there he's at a concert he should be able to dance he should be able to have a good time and I I am against the popular opinion here I'm like if you're at a seated concert sit the fuck down unless it's everyone in the arena or the auditorium gets up. Fair enough. But if you're in a fucking seat, sit the fuck down. Tap your foot. Wiggle in the chair. It's just like... And then if you're in a standard concert, like last night, Delta was all standard. There was no seats. Everyone was able to do what they wanted to do. Fair enough. But if you're in a seated concert, sit your fucking ass down. But everyone's opinion on this is like, no, stand up, dance, have a good time. It's like, oh, all these miserable people don't know how to have a good time when you're out. You want to dance to Adele? Do it in your living room or your kitchen. Not when you fucking pay probably hundreds of dollars to see that show. I don't know what you guys think about it. And you can have different opinions, by the way. You don't have to agree with me. But that's just how I think it. Like, sit your fucking ass down. Well, like, we're not just going to agree with you, Ken. Like, it's easy that comes up. But, um, no, no, like, it is one of those things. I'm like, it's for the person behind that man mm-hmm. that can't see past him because he's upstanding. I'm like, that's not really fair because they've paid the same money or maybe more or less, I don't know, yeah. you know, to see that show and you're just blocking their view. So that would actually really irritate me. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is a seated ticket and somebody standing in front of you, because that actually happened to me before at a concert in Dublin and we were in seats and the people in front of me kept standing and I couldn't see and I was just like but I want to sit mm-hmm. that's why I paid for a seated ticket mm-hmm. yeah otherwise you know, I paid for a standing ticket yeah so no that, that does annoy me that what do you think Shasta? well did you see the part of the video where Adele says they say in a sit down concert or she says something like yeah a sit down gig or something and I was kind of like well can't it can't it is babe yeah like um, it 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 it's like it's an auditorium as you say, but like if I'm a bit divided on it because if she's saying, Oh, it's not a sit down gig, well, why have you agreed to go to somewhere that, that that allows this then if you if you don't want people to sit down and like enjoy your talents like that, then why why didn't you go somewhere like an arena like uh-huh. she's done before where you can just you can sing along and like bounce around and do whatever you want. I'm a bit like, I can't, I kind of get it because like the people behind him can't, well, can't see. And like you say, you've you've paid for a seated ticket, but at the same time, it's like he's probably just really enjoy. He's probably just a really really big fan who's enjoying himself, and he's just like, uh-huh. you know, I didn't think he was that disruptive, but it was probably mainly like the the standing up thing. Just I mean, I can I can see his point. He's excitable. He's young. He he wants to enjoy and have a dance or whatever. But I I don't I don't want to say it's the wrong time and place because it's a seated thing. If Adele said, "Oh, it is the right place," well, I'm like Adele. If you want people to dance to your music, then fucking release bops. Be a Beyonce. Be somebody else. Do your arena tours. Do not like release sad, cut your wrist music, and then expect people to dance to it. 
and then have the audacity to stand up and say, to people who I would think Adele's audience is much older, I wouldn't say the younger generation are into her. That's a sterilization, prove me wrong. But they would prefer to sit down. And there could be, you don't know the person's history behind you. They could be disabled or use crutches and then you've ruined their experience. So it's all, it's all well and good Adele saying stand up and whatever, but she doesn't know the history of the people behind or the people behind them, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's like, she's just like, yeah, you can still have a good time, but you can st- still fucking sit down. Yeah. yeah. So it's all good for her saying that because she's up on stage fucking doing the performance, but whatever. <laughs> my two cents on it anyway um okay the next one i have is um i can't say this name it's kim kardashian's friend jonathan chebin Sheba Sheba. just call him jonathan we'll know who you're talking did you know who it is i know what they looks like can i watch keeping up with the kardashians oh yeah you do so um if I was him, this is a separate story. I'd sue his plastic surgeon or whoever he gets his work done with. But um, he's suing, apparently, a Korean sauce company um, because when he tried to open the bottle, the bottle kind of exploded. And if you see a picture of the ball, it is really bad. But I don't think he hurt himself or he just cut himself lightly. And now he is suing this company for $20 million. Did something go in his eye or something? Or... No, I don't think anything actually happened to him. He's just saying, like, this could happen, so this is why I'm saying them. Oh, wait, and he just left the car and opened a bottle of sauce properly? I just think he is looking for his five minutes, to be perfect. Because he's not really that famous, is he, anymore. So he's saying the company is called San J International Sauce Company and Millam's supermarket. So he's actually seen the supermarket they got the bottle from as well, which is so fucking stupid. Uh, I well, it's a glass what? maker. Huh? Sorry, you said that he was seeing the supermarket, and I was like, oh, well, they can't help how it's come to them. Yeah, well, well unless they dro- like, dropped it or something, I don't know, as well. But he's also seeing, so he's seeing the people at make sauce. He's seeing the supermarket he bought it from. He's also seeing the bottles glass maker and distributor. For oh, that's good day That's mental. And apparently, <laughs> the lawsuit states that he is um, now in therapy and isn't able to properly run his social media enterprise as he fucking will. Obviously not. Clearly not well. Like, do you know what I mean? These are the type of field celebrities who will cling on to earn money over anything. Like, will this be on Keeping Up With The Kardashians? I hope so. Has he been on the new Disney Plus one? Is she still as friends with him as she was back in the day? I would say he was still in it. I can't really remember. There's been a couple of seasons now, you see. I can't really remember. He's, a He's bound to have been in it. Like... I mean... Fair enough. If you lost a finger. Yeah. You lost your hand, sue them. But the fact that nothing actually happened to you, and, you know, fair enough, it could have happened, but it didn't happen. If you want to sue for that much money, cut off a finger and make it look like the sauce cut your finger off. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How on earth is he going to win that case? But then maybe, cause he, I don't know, he probably will, because... Kardashian, she could, she's like a lawyer, isn't she, or something? So she could help. I think she passed the baby bar like a test that she can train to be 
the baby a lawyer <laughs> baby bar <laughs> that's just cold because it's like it's um different to something the full bar so like you set it in different like stages instead of doing it all in one go i think huh we're being fair play to her like okay but if you're teaching our friends to do that then it's not very good morally just me with her for us all doesn't it if she can pass a baby bar for you know law <laughs> Uh, about Erica. I can't imagine Kim Kardashian in court, to be honest. Objection, your honor. Objection. Oh, I would say before her lifetime is out, we will see. Oh my God. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love to see that, though, to be honest. Give us the on the last episode. <laughs> uh, okay, the next one is there's a new trend in the TikTok world and it's coming over to the ASM. Our world as well, which I love ASMR, but it's like tavern talk is the name of it, or it's a tavern trend if you're on YouTube. And it's where people pretend and they role play on TikTok um, that they are in a bar, like serving you drinks and stuff. And you know, like ASMR, she they do role plays and things like that. So it's now moved over to there where they're pretending to be in a bar, but it's more so on TikTok where, you know, Trisha Paytas, she's like that famous kind of American YouTuber woman. Um, and she's like, she, she now has an ASMR channel, which is okay. But um, she, it's really funny because she is putting on an English accent when she does it, but she's American and it's, she's like, I know Gavna. Why do they think we all sound like that? I know. Thankfully, we don't. Mm. No offense to anyone who does sound like that, but it's like. See, see I don't like ASMR role plays. Like, I like the whole role. I know. Oh, I know that's another podcast episode of ASMR. I mean, we should do an ASMR. <laughs> Can you imagine? I love ASMR. I like it. it's so hard in my sleep. What? I said that might put some people off, but I whispered it, <laughs> and then it wasn't close enough to my mic. No, I think there's a delay. Fuck's sake, another technological week. Fucking had it, you know. Um. Okay, the next kind of thing I have is: Is anyone a fan of EastEnders? No. Do you watch it, Shaft? I watch it now and again. I was watching it religiously for about three weeks and then I just kind of stopped. Oh, I'm such a fan of EastEnders. Like, I, I used to watch it. You know, Sinead Granny and Grinda loved the soaps and they used to, like, watch them religiously. And I used to, and then I stopped. And then I picked EastEnders up again. It's the only soap I watch. Mm-hmm. In, like, October... 2019 I think is when I started again and I've watched it religiously since um but like this week Cindy Beatles back and she was dead and is she back now because I I got up to where she was still in like the villa with Ian yeah and Lola had just died bless her oh, that's the... where I was up uh, yes, so I missed it up till now this is how it was so weird I know this but Lola died on the 31st of May's episode so that's where you're up to see so a few months to catch up on <laughs> Because me and Granny watched that episode. Remember, like, during the day, they released the episodes early. So I remember watching that with Granny, that episode of Lula. Um, so she's back, Cindy. So she died 
1998. Um, and I do kind of remember being on screen, but apparently the story is now that she's in witness protection program and now she's back with Ian, who I fucking detest. Do you remember Sinead that Christmas? We were home in 2020 and Sharon tried to kill Ian with poison because she blamed him for Denny's death. So yeah. you must be missing on the soup, Sinead. <laughs> oh, I really could not give a shit. But at Christmas, we have to watch EastEnders at least. Obviously. Um, Christmas Defo. Yeah, oh my god, I love EastEnders at Christmas. But yeah, I just thought it was like, it's a, it's a big storyline at the minute. It's it's just mad how they can kill someone and bring them back after 25 years and work a story into that. Love it. And um, so if anyone is a big EastEnders fan out there, write in because I can talk to you this for ages about this stuff. And I actually found an EastEnders podcast that I'm going to listen to. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Oh, I think it's called EastEnders After Dark, if anyone's interested. Okay, I did that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, the next story that I have, and it's the last one, because I, I, I really don't know, like, there's loads of stories I heard about TikTok. A TikToker and her mum killing somebody, but that's just too, like, too depressing and deep, and I don't want to get into that, so I'm just going to read little mum news articles. The last one I have is, have you seen the ads for Royal Match? No. No. So it's like a mobile gaming app and I think it's like a gambling thing like, you know, Betfred and all those ones where they play little games. And Simon Cowell, Dermot O'Leary, Ollie Mears, Tess Daly, Gary Barlow, along with a other long list of high British celebs are all doing this ad. Like it will pop up, you know, on YouTube or it will pop up on like if you're playing something on your phone, it will pop up as an ad. You need to tell a lie. I've seen it. It looks a bit like Candy Crush, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I think you can play different games on it, but I think that must be one of the games that you're talking about on this app. And they show them on TV, and it's like, how did this like gambling gaming app land all these celebrities? And I I researched it. Simon Cowell apparently got a seven figure deal. <laughs> Pardon me. Well, seven figure deal, which I thought must be like at least. Um. To promote this app and it's like how because you know back in the day it was like all these like gambling things used to get like shitty actors but they weren't actually saying it they got a like, voice dubbed in and now it's like getting proper a-list british celebrities to do it's just mad how did they agree to they must all be desperate for money but sure it's like melissa mccarthy so she doesn't have one but you know Melissa McCarthy, so she does uh, an ad for what the hell is it? It's like it's some bookin.com. Bookin.com. I guess medical is doing that. It's your fucking Snoop Dogg and Kitty Perry doing just evil. I know. Need a curry in a hurry. Like a menu. Oh, the Australian name for that is Did somebody say menu log? We actually have listeners in Australia, so can you write in and let me know why the fuck it's called Menu Log? Do you know? Do you care? Do you find Dusty weird? Let me know. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's everything I have on my list. Again, it's not much, and I just not really interested in depressing news. Them and just funny stuff. Um, is there anything that has happened that you guys want to talk about? Fab, I think this is the quickest news section we've ever done. <laughs> we're the dream team. Dream team, guys. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next section. Um, 
and it's what drag on the absolute shit out of us this week. So, we'll start alphabetically. Shastra, is there anything rag on the absolute shit out of you? Um, probably similar to what I said last time. I just feel like the days and hours are going nowhere. It's absolutely ragging me that I've not got enough hours in the day. Yeah. But then when I have, I'm too tired to do anything. And then it's like on my boss. And then I feel like I'm going to blink and it'll be like New Year's Eve. Do not say that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not ready. Like, I can't believe it's September. Like, where is it? It's fucking... It's just female. To me, it's scary. Like, I can't believe we're in September, like the ninth month of the year. And Sinead was saying this, like, to me last night or the other day. She was like, we're going to the Galgorm for my first year wedding anniversary. And Sinead and her boyfriend, Sheen, are coming with us. Mm. I knew imagine. <laughs> no, but I'm really excited. It'll be really nice. And then me and next yeah. year, another night ourselves, which is nice too. But you were saying, Sinead, like, it's going to come. It's going to be Granny's month mine. And then it's going to be Galgorm. And then it's going to be Halloween. And then it's Christmas. And I'm just like, oh my God, shut up. It's just crazy. Oh my God. It's like, crazy. Have you got anything else, Shastra? Um, no, not really. Good. <laughs> it's nice to see that. That's what you have. <laughs> That's what I mean by saying good. <laughs> what about you, Nia? Um, so mine's a similar to what I said two weeks ago when I was on. So it's about lateness. But it's like, you know, in, in work, you know, you've scheduled a meeting for a particular time. So this happened to me literally during the week. And I had a meeting scheduled for half ten. The person agreed it, but they, they actually suggested the time mm-hmm. the day before. Mm-hmm. I was like, no bother. I'll send a Teams invite. Happy day. Yeah. I logged on at half ten. They weren't on. But I was like, oh, like whatever. I give them five, ten minutes. Like, you know, uh, things happen. She didn't join. I like don't have her number. So I just sent her an email. And I was like, oh, look, are you still able to join? She didn't reply. And then it was like, it was an hour later. She messaged or replied and was like, oh, so sorry. Something came up. I'm like, did something come up that, that per- whoever you were dealing with, you couldn't have said, give me two seconds. I was just supposed to join a call. Just I tell them I'm running late. Because I was like, oh, I have other stuff to do. Like, uh, uh, that type of thing just really irritates me to me. It's just bad planners. No, it is, 100%. Yeah. Sorry, I agree. That, that, that's what's been ragging the shit out of me this week. Okay. So you've nothing else, then? No, it's been an alright sort of week, to be honest, so... Nothing springing to mind. Okay. Okay, so Oh, I'm going to tell you what's annoying me now. Yes, I am. Oh, I have a few. Yeah, I always have a list every week. I think the second episode was the most mellow week I've had. And then after that, I'm just like, no, fuck that. Um, so I'm going to start off with the most depressing kind of thing that's like on the episode show to me, and then I'll get into like kind of more funny things. So, the first thing I have is I'm really fucking over having no motivation or no drive anymore. Like, I felt like this for like a few years ever. Like, I can pinpoint the exact time. It was maybe like November 2019, just before COVID happened, and then COVID just sent me a fucking overboard. But 
I just don't have motivation. I don't care anymore. I'm just like, what will happen will happen. Do you know, I can't even put it into words. It's really ragging the shit out of me. Like, I'm just, I'm doing bits and pieces to keep busy, but I feel like I'm existing, but I'm not living, if you understand. And it's really annoying me. Um, yeah, and I don't know how to snap out of it. Life's just shit. Right. And like with, with granny passing, it's just kind of made it worse in a sense. It's just like you're just existing. And I'm I'm putting things in my diary and in my calendar to kind of like keep myself busy and active. But then you have those quiet periods where you're just like, okay. And it's really annoying because when I think back to how I used to be, I was so active. I was so like, like strange example, but I came home from where I used to work. So I worked Monday to Friday, came home on a Friday night and I made, keyword being made, me and Nick clean and do our chores on a Friday night so that we would have Saturday, Sunday to ourselves. I would be dead if I did that now. But, that, but I think as well, part of the problem there is like you just said they're like shit. Mm. Like you need to think more about the positive aspects in life and that will be dragging you down and draining you when you're focusing on the negativity uh-huh. and you do I think you do have to make that conscious choice uh-huh. in your head to say I need to start being like a bit more positive or you know PMA positive mental attitude you know and but it's not easy like that is yeah. not an easy thing to do but you do you, you have to do it for yourself and you have to want to do it and that's what it is yeah that's true like I do want it but it's like you know every time every, it feels like every time I go to be positive something happens to make it negative again I know but you have to you have to try and I suppose whatever you know if something happens that is something that would normally annoy you you have to try and tick the power out of that a bit yeah because I'd be the same like me and you'd be quite similar like something will set us off uh-huh. and you know it maybe doesn't need to set us off as much as it does but we allow it to mm-hmm. you know because that's mm-hmm. kind of what's in our personality yeah but i think like sometimes you just have to make that choice and think well look do you know what i'm going to try and react in a different way and i'm going to try to not let that have such a big impact on me and you're doing it for yourself because you want to feel happier and more positive and you don't want to be feeling drained and negative and just that things aren't going your way because unfortunately that's just life and like there's, there's always going to be stuff but i think yeah in those darker times you have to try and think well what's the great things that i have and not just only yeah, yeah. the negative 100 yeah. ladies and gentlemen hire Sinead o'connor for your life coach <laughs> 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 it's so funny me and he was on one day he was just like you're so full of wisdom I was like I know <laughs> it's fucking hard but no that's great yeah it is just it's just uh, it's difficult but it, it is also I can uh, it's good that I can recognise that I it rags my fucking shit that I'm like this because when I think back to years ago I wouldn't say I loved exercise or dieting but I was very strict in it and now I'm just like I can't be ours. I don't want to do it I'll eat fuck I want and now it means I have to buy more clothes <laughs> yay see think of the positive now you get to shop buy a new exactly. thing exactly 
Exactly. But then it's also a negative because I'm like, I've no more room in the wardrobe and I can't, you know, when you keep clothes and you're like, I'll fit back into that. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Buy plastic containers like me and just put all your clothes into them. Oh, Shanae, Nick would have a fucking nightmare if I started to do that. Like, you must have how many containers plus the wardrobe? That is not this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is not to be discussed. Uh, not discussed at another time. <laughs> and Kevin, just when you were talking, I was trying so hard not to laugh at Shastra's cat. Oh no! Every week, George comes. Every I just can't be left alone. Oh my god, he's just like going right up in your face in front of the camera. Oh, and all. We should do a podcast episode, you know, one week on like Sheen and fashion, and get Tishy on with us. You sure? I thought you were going to say about Chastra's cats, do like a... Ah, ah. <laughs> Chastra's cat. Meow. <laughs> and also, that's just a side note, but uh, Chastra, me and you, the same dressing guy. Oh my god, you are You're the famous for years, dear. Oh my god, so we have. Oh, back in the day when uh, COVID was a thing, what was that thing called that we used to use? House party. House that's it. Yeah. Can I just say you fucking scruff's not dressed enough for the podcast? <laughs> All right. Since Kim's sitting in a t shirt. <laughs> I'd get all my fancy tanning pajamas. Oh, love this. Oh, she's going. Oh, she's on the lash tomorrow. Tan. Yep. All right. I had the, the forethought to do my tan before I joined the podcast. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay. Right. Then, all the two things I have then is uh, packaging rags that absolutely shut it to me. It is so hard to open. Like, a cri- sweet packets, crisp sometimes, cardboard boxes, Amazon parcels, don't even get me started. Do you know when, they, like, a board game, so that game we played last week, Hot Takes, it came in, like, a cling film that I literally could not open. And then within the game itself, when you open the box, all the individual cards, like, there were four piles wrapped in that seal-type kind of plastic, almost like cling film. I could not get, even with scissors, it was that close to the cards. I could not get it open for fucking ages. Ragged me shit. It's just so difficult. Why is packaging so hard to open? Find- I got something from Amazon and it's been like about this big. Oh, yeah. And they send you it in a box that you could like literally live in for about a week. Yeah. The top- and you're like, why? And they're telling yeah. us to reduce our global warming impact fucking look at yourselves bitches have you ever ordered something from super no no oh my god so like this was a couple of years ago it must have been during covid and i was ordering like you know like deodorants razors like shampoo just like different stuff like all on the one order Mm. and they i'm not even joking they must have sent me about six separate boxes like uh-huh. they all came together like from the one fucking delivery driver just all with six separate boxes with loads of shit random like stuff throughout the boxes and then one of the massive boxes there was one bottle of deodorant instead of putting them all together in the one box it came in about six boxes and there was no need because no. all the stuff could have fit into like don't I know Someone in that warehouse just thought, I'm going to piss this bitch off today. I did a bit blue band. <laughs> I know. They were cycling then. Jesus. Um, okay, my last one. <laughs> my last one then is 
flaky friends. I cannot bear. And if you're listening to this and you think it's you, then it's probably you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't bear flaky friends. Like, I hate making the effort. Always making the effort. I hate when you never hear back from them, like, they will read a text message and they won't fucking reply and then you have to chase it up again. I'm like, bitch, are you for real? It winds me up. Like, and I know we're all busy and I know we've all got our own lives and I know there are times where we accidentally forget to read a message and that's fine because I'm guilty of doing that myself and that shatters her hand up. Yes, I'm guilty of it as well. But I have had people who I have seen constantly reading the message and not replying. Like, constantly. And I'm just like, why am I bothering my hole anymore? And I probably won't if they don't fuck themselves up. It's got to be a two-way street of friendship, has it? One way works two ways. Some people don't realise that. There's people that will be listening to my voice and thinking, oh my God, she means me. Yeah, babe, I mean you. Yeah. (laughs) I want a dual carriageway, not a cul-de-sac. Okay. Really true. <laughs> I think everyone knows those sort of people though. We do, we do. And we give them passes and we give them graces. And I'm not going to stand for it anymore. No. I think it's just very evident because like you, you know very quickly who they are because like you don't text them, you never hear from them. Uh, I'm just like, why can't I bear for that? And then it's almost like one of those things I'm just like, oh, you're like, oh shit, should I message them? Just in case something's happened. Like, are they okay? But then I'm also like, they haven't texted me to see if I'm okay. So. Yeah. But I used to think, and maybe still do think a wee bit of this, is the person not texting me because they think I want space or do they think I'm busy? But you're not going to know that unless you text me. Mm. Unless you ask. Unless you ask. Like what you were saying last week, Shasta, about what we're dragging your shit about people who don't communicate with you. It's like communication is it is the downfall of most relationships, friendships, relationships, whatever, any type of ship. It is, and the Titanic, there was no communication there. That ship went down. <laughs> so communication is key in everything. And if you're not going to communicate, then you're, you don't have to be in my life. Don't expect people to be able to read your mind. Exactly. Me, they can't. I'm not fucking mystic, Meg. Exactly. <laughs> Forgot about my sick man. She's fab. She's fab. Okay, so I put out a question box and I asked people to write in with what was annoying their shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, the first person says, oh, that was right and the absolute shit of them is men. Yes, I can agree. Yes, just cap those men, but nothing else. It kind of works to how they, um, yeah, let us know what is happening. But does anything need to be? And this is like, you know, apologies if you're a man out there. That's we, it's, you know, you should be just just bashing you, but just take it with a pinch of salt. As you said, maybe they would have been better playing next to not men, boys. Yeah, well, acting like we boys. Do you know who I, and I, I, I need to pin him down and get him on this podcast here and would be fabulous on this podcast. I don't know if he's interested, he just said he couldn't do it last week, but I would I would love to get him on. So if you're listening to Tierney, she better fucking be. 
And we walk out there. Come on, Paulus. No, he was, and he did tell me. Yeah, he did tell me. Um, okay. Next person. People who have to disagree with you for the sake of it. If I say black, they'd say white. Yeah, I, oh, I don't like people like that. No. You know, we can have an open discussion. But if I'm given a very valid, sensible argument or statement or whatever it is, and you had to disagree with that, like, like, is water wet, for example? Water is wet. Yes. Well, that's no water mixed stuff wet, but is water wet? Sinead <laughs> <laughs> always has to do up one manship, so it's me. <laughs> No, that wasn't into the podcast and Yins were talking about that and then Yins were saying that Tiernan would argue that. As soon as Yins all agreed to water being wet, I was like, no, it's not. Is that the question that you couldn't remember? Okay, that's... That was it. No, was I, 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 I think Tiernan would disagree. He would agree with you. He'd disagree with us. Because I, I think he said that before or someone said that before. Uh, the next one is people who always have to have the last word. That's me. That person just oh but it's hard when you have two people who love having the last word because whenever i argue or say something i like having the last word i like it's it's hard but i do understand the person's frustration um i hope you're not having to go for me <laughs> It's funny though, but I think a lot of people like to have the last word. They like, do, but you have to be witty enough to have witty and quick enough to have the last word because there are some people out there that can't even fucking string a sentence together. Me on this. Well, we have no offense. As we see, I am. You know, I can admit that myself. But you see, when I am in an argument, oh, I can read a bitch. No, but that's the thing, like, you know, a lot of us will die on that hill. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. stick to your guns. Like, yeah. I would say I can make you laugh and I can make you cry. You choose which one you want. They both involve tears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is working with Lickarses, which is so cringe. Three bags fucking full. I'll do anything for a 50p HR pay rise. Yeah. Lickarses, their job's worse. Oh, my God. I love I'm like, who's your HR team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, did I say HR? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant for a 50p hour pay rise. I don't even. <laughs> oh, well, HR are going to give you a 50p pay yeah, rise. I, I, I thought you meant for that. I think they put it in the question box. You can only get like a limited number of like characters in there so i think that's what the problem was oh my god that's funny okay and the last one is then um children especially the kids that live next door what's up with them um go back to school will you summer holidays are far too long agreed well i'm quite lucky there's no kids on our street actually here where we live so we don't really have that kind of worry essentially um, but I will agree, kids go back to school because then there's less traffic on the road and like you. No, 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 no. There's more traffic on the road because as you see in rush hour, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that either take off when their wains are off school or they leave their wains to school. 
So it's fucking mental. So like the traffic now, me going to work is way worse than over the summer holidays. Aye. Maybe during work hour, like our morning and evening, but I, I mean during the work day, there's probably less traffic oh, on the road because people constantly going out and doing things with their children. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's nice, you know, for someone like me to go to like a lunchtime restaurant on a Monday and not have children near me. You know, I could have my salad and my bread and my piece of my glass of wine without having like, because me and Nick went um, to Casa Italia, their bank holiday Monday. In the evening, full of fucking winds. Oh my I god! Obviously, oh. ice in my heart. That place, though, my god. Well, I love it. Kevin, okay, I've never done that. You said after you said I had my salad, like that is just so weird. Duh! So we went to Cafe Italia last Monday. It's like a Italian in Liverpool. Fabulous. You you know you can't make a reservation. You just have to wait in queue. And we did, and we only waited like twenty minutes or whatever, so it wasn't too bad. But nothing but family. So everyone's off work. And they're taking their kid out to fucking let's go have some pasta bolognese, huh? you know. Kelsey, don't you dare lag pasta bolognese. I'm fagging that and fagging them, giving it to their fucking children. Go home and cook yourself. That adult. I think you that was out for food. How often you out yourself? <laughs> Quite a lot, actually. But. No, I'm just like, fuck on, keep your kids at home. No one wants to see them. You want to get them spaghetti, you get a takeaway and feed them at home. No one's are. <laughs> You're like, you don't even have to cook it. No, you don't to cook it. Like, fucking just pick it up. But then they, parents like to get out of the house, I suppose, because they don't want to be confined within their walls um, of having children. But then maybe you shouldn't have had children if that's your case. I was going to say, you made that choice. Exactly. The rest of us haven't. Hashtag choices. Um, okay, so that is that section. We're going to take a little break. Uh, pee and refill a drink, snacks, etc., etc., and we'll be right back when we're going to talk about school. Very fitting, isn't it? So we'll see you soon. And we're back. Have we all refreshed ourselves? All poured new tipples. Love oh, yeah. it. What are we drinking, by the way? We didn't ask. That's, this should be a question every week. What are we drinking? So, um, I was drinking wine. Um. But I didn't have as much wine as I thought. So um, I'm now drinking Prosecco. Highly mm-hmm. Mano Prosecco. So. Wow, 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 wow. She went- with, your, with your Tesco club card, it was named. Oh, no. Padam. <laughs> she uh, released a new song today. Have you heard it? It's called Tension. I think it's called Tension. Yes. It's not, it's not, I don't think it's a good Padam Padam, but it is a good beat ball. So uh, that's the bop of the week. Go listen to it. We should start doing that every week, giving her bop of the week. Um, what are you drinking, Chester? Um, I have Aldi's finest Pinot Blush. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Love a good wine. Haven't mm-hmm. had frozen and fucking donkeys. It would probably it probably be the least one I would drink to be honest. I'm more of like a summer I'm a white wine drinker. In the winter, I drink red wine. Is there a song in the summer? You're one. In the- it's in the Calamity Jane. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm saying this and it kind of like rhymes like a song. Alright, so in the summer, white wine, in the winter, red wine, and then rose. I find it sometimes too sweet. Sometimes, yeah. That's why I like a Pinot Blush because it's not really. I only really drink rose with you, to be honest, Jess. Yeah, yeah. I have a bottle in the wine rack in the kitchen, so screaming for you to come up. <laughs> you can wear it for me, don't worry, I'll be there. 
love it. Um, I'm drinking um usual gin and tonic, and I said to Nick actually before we started the podcast, I said I'm loving this podcast, especially the last three weeks now we've recorded on a Friday night, because I'm getting through my gin bar quite a lot, which I'm loving because I need to make room because I can't keep up. So it's an excuse to have a drink, which is brilliant because I try not to drink if I'm on my one in the house because that could be a slippery slope. <laughs> you know what you should do, Cam, if you're looking to get some of that gin. Uh huh. Come over to me. <laughs> Oh, Candy, we're coming on the boat. On the... There you go. That's why I'm suggesting it. Welcome to the balls, Mitch. And when you come over on Halloween, like, don't bring buy anything, unless you want to drink something else other than gin. But plenty of gin. You know what makes me laugh, though? Like, every time you have, like, a gathering or a party, you always say, like, don't bring stuff. And then people bring, like, two bottles each, and you're like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and they've got to lock something in me, and this is going to be go back to what's wrecking the absolute shit out of me this week when i do have a get together or a party or a gathering or whatever ice i don't do yeah the ice situation that's <laughs> <laughs> our topic um i d- people if they don't want to drink you know i i still do kind of expect people to bring their own unless i say don't bring your own unless i do that off it's different like you know with what you know i tell you chef i've got loads of wine and we get together we drink loads of wine so that's mm. fine but if i don't tell you not to bring anything, I expect you to bring something. Mm. But people bring when I shit loads of stuff and then they don't drink it. And it, which really, but I I can't get my brain around this. It's like you're not staying over, you're leaving my house, but yet you don't take your alcohol with you. So that my bar is just constant of like drinks that me and Nick don't drink, like Captain Morgan's and Malibu, Nick would drink everybody hasn't got in years. There's like eight snaps. Like I don't drink none of that shit, but it's always in my house and I don't want to throw it out because it's so good. Okay, well, so for I just find that unacceptable for people that live in England. Take your drink home with you. But like the likes of us that fly over, we can't take that shit back. So that's why we'll leave stuff, but we yeah. try our best to drink it. Yeah, no, but that's what I said. People are just going home. <laughs> yeah, I just take a what drink with you, like like it's expensive. Take it with you. <laughs> I have to say, Nick, when, when I lived in Belfast, it was one of those things. If you leave drink in our house and you don't come back that week to collect it, well, it's mine now. So we. I know, but it's not, it's, I would do that, but it's not even drink I drink. Yeah. It's, it's like, sh- I don't want to say it's shit cheap alcohol, but. <laughs> I mean, I would find a way. To it's like, it. I don't drink like peach snaps or. I don't know any. Does anyone drink peach snaps? Like, I know it's good for sex in the beach. Just... Not like, not like to keep drinking it I might have like one or two but then I'd have to have something else because I'm not a big peach fan I wouldn't really drink peach oh it seems really random but you said you're talking about peaches do you remember them sweets you used to get the jelly ones peach rings oh my god no I was thinking about them the other day braving them maybe they just do them in Northern Ireland or Ireland but Jesus Christ it was craving them I was going to say I just remember on the huh I was going to say I just got deja vu, but then I was like, oh, did you mention that to me earlier in the week? I think so. Oh, um, my God. Well, cause, yeah, well, you could have jumped about it. I, I was craving them. And do you remember in Forside, um, in Derry slash London Derry, um, slash Legendary? Um, oh, Forside's up for sale. Is it? God, it's not bad. Here, buys that little bit. Um, but you remember on the third floor they had the little sweetie thing before you went out to Richmond Centre? They used to do them there. Oh, that was 
great. We're talking shite as always. <laughs> um, this week's top. So last week we did a game which was really, really fun. And we will come back to that in the future. But this week, um, because it's now the 1st of September when we're recording. And I'm hoping to have this out tomorrow. But fuck it, technology. Because every week is a fucking issue. When this episode will be out. But it'll be out around the month of September. And it's all about back to school school times and memories and blah 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 so the first thing i want to talk about is i have seen people for the last few days putting up on social media their kids going back to school in their nice little new uniforms in front of their front doors or their fireplaces or whatever um yeah and i just don't get the need for it what do you think um, for me, it's for that child's uh, safety because I just like you could have a pedo on your Facebook. No, uh, no, 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 no. They'll see your wean. They'll see the school uniform and they'll know it's your child. So they're going to land at the school gates and be like, I know your mommy. Your mommy sent me. Your mommy such and such. She asked me to take you home. Get in the car. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I, I think because well, well, none of us have children, but I think with children and social media, it's a dangerous thing or putting them on it. I can see why, because like we all go out and we're like, oh, I'm out on the piss, you know, here's a glass of wine, I'm at this restaurant, which I'm sure we'll all be doing tomorrow. <laughs> they pick me up, are they? Like, <laughs> never know, <laughs> I, I feel like they're not a pedo if they're picking me up. But, like, uh, but no, to me, that I'm just like, fair enough, you want to share your picture, because I'm like, we all share like pictures and stuff that people aren't going to be interested in. Yeah, true. I'm like, that's fair enough, but I'm like, just, Maybe be mindful of who's saying that. That's very true. I know like mm. it's a cloud moment, blah blah blah, but mm. I don't know if Mammy ever did that for us. I can't remember, but that was of course she didn't tell him why. But in the, I was like in the nineties, so like I know you recently found photographs the other day of us playing with Barbies and action man. But, right, but there's no other just school uniform. No, but at the same time, like that was in the nineties, you wouldn't you you take a picture and put it in a photo album or keep it in your cupboard in your house. You wouldn't run to like I need to put this on Facebook, but it's just today's world that we live in, for example. Yeah. But then look, look, our auntie Tishi today, she took a picture of Amy and Eva Joe and she sent it into the family group chat. Ah, but that's different. That's a family group chat. I mean, that's what I mean. Like she isn't instantly running to social media to post that picture. She's sending it to her family, and that's it. Yeah. But I'm not gonna. Well, I am. I don't care. I'm, I was going to say I'm not judging for people doing, but I am judging you for doing it because there's a fucking point. Your child, congratulations, you give birth. Congratulations, your child's getting an education. Well done. I don't. I don't. What, what, I don't know, but I, I know. But at the same point, there's no point to us posting any picture. No, I know, but it's but literally the... gives a Kevin if you were in Italy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, care. <laughs> Or you know, like, but that that type of thing, nobody cares that you turn like thirty and their pictures. So, like, to other people, that's as pointless as you, you and their child. No, I make a very good argument. You do, you do, but as you said, it's for the child's safety. I'm not arsed to like if a pedophile tracks me down, but you know, you just need to be careful who's on your social media. And we started the topic off very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to be mindful. Yes, you need to be mindful. mindful of where you're putting that that picture. Yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of the consensus that we're saying. So, <laughs> what is like? Tell us a little bit about your school life, guys. Like, where did you go, etc. So we'll start alphabetically, Shastra. Okay, so if we go back really young, 
So I went to, I had a preschool and then I went to primary school, but I had a bit of a weird journey with primary school. So I, I went to um, three different ones. So um, my first one I went to after preschool and it was all fine. Uh, back where I met my best friend at the age of four, five. Um, who, as you know, gained her wings in 2015. Oh. Um, I met her back then. Um, so up to the age of seven, it was absolutely fine. Um, then this absolute slag came along and started bullying me. And it got to a point where she was almost being racist because, like, there was obviously other kids that were different colours and, and like you know different parents and, and all, all sorts of it like and she she wasn't very well educated by her mum about um where different people come from why skin's different colour all, all of that sort of stuff she was never given that ed- education so I suppose that's sad for a kid but her mum's a bitch too so hey um so yeah so she this was noticed obviously by my parents because I'd go home and I'd tell them stuff. Other kids' parents were noticing and they were like, I wasn't the only one, to be fair. Like, she bullied this kid, I, re- I remember. Um, She bullied him because he literally reeked of shit. And he, he did. He actually did. God love him. He was sent to school in dirty clothes, looked like he was starving. And his mum was actually a well-known heroin addict. And she still is. To be honest, she is quite well known. Um, I think she's had about seven kids now. He was the oldest. Um, and he grew up, unfortunately, exactly like her. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, that's another story. But yeah, so the age seven, I moved to what was a private school back then. Um, it's actually got a block of flats built on top of it now. They knocked it down. <laughs> like it was a proper private school that was run by nuns. So like Jeez. it was yeah like it was small and like it was it was I felt really out of place. <clears throat> it was very it was very strange. It was very strict. Like they used to tell you if you weren't wearing your blazer and your hat, like it was just a bit like in your hat. That sounds like that French film Madeline. Remember that we filmed? Yeah. <laughs> I'll try I'll try and find some pictures for you sometimes. But yeah, but I had I had a hat. And then, uh, what? What? Whatever, whatever funding they had, the school closed down. Uh huh. So, we went to a new version of their school, which did open, did like basically like a church hall because there was only eleven of us left in the whole school, which was just like you can't make a school on eleven kids. And, yeah. and then, yeah, I I got really bad like separation anxiety at that age from my parents believe it or not I hated I hated leaving the house in the morning I hated I hated just being there I couldn't concentrate it was all all this so I got moved to a mainstream primary school and I met some girls and boys that I'm still friends with now um some of which have gone on to have some beautiful families of their own some are doing really well in life. Some are not doing so well in life. Again, those are more stories for other times. Um, I then went to an all-girls private school, um, which I was 
I wasn't. I went. I went to school with like girls who who were very lucky in that in the sort of financial sense. So like my parents weren't well off. <clears throat> like we had we had enough, and I got you know me tre me presents and like treats and stuff on birthdays, Christmas, and all that. So I got I got all that, and then as we were getting older, when we were turning like. 16, 17 girls that were getting cars bought for their birthdays and like the wealth was really getting like, you know, you know, it was just getting really rubbed far into it. Um, so wasn't it wasn't all bad. Um I met one of my friends for life, Chloe of that school, and um she does listen to these, so she will she will be listening and she'll be proud. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she will. Uh, she she's she's becoming a fan. Um, so yeah, she'll be listening and we spent many years together at the back of the maths class, not listening, playing on our phones and just trying to like get through life. And, you know, she, she related to me, like she wasn't one of these spoiled girls who like their life revolved around money and like running off to the boys school at the end of the road, just to like look at them in rugby shorts. We'd be like, oh, fuck that. We're just going to go home and watch telly like a normal person. You know what I mean? And like like I say, she's a friend to this day for that reason. Like she's she's you know, it it's it's sometimes I feel sorry for, for kids who go to school and they, they don't find friends very easily and they don't find people that they can like relate to and feel comfortable around. But no, she she was definitely someone I felt comfortable around. Um she remembered when my dad died, so I was thirteen when my dad died. Um and then I had to <clears throat> try and carry on with school and do all me GCSEs and stuff without him there. My dad was a teacher, so it was hard. Yeah. Really hard to do all that. And then life changed even further when I was 16, because as you're aware, my mum decided to evict me from the family home. Mm -hmm. Um for reasons I will disclose some other time because well, it's a lot too um another episode. <laughs> yeah, literally whole other episode just in that story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I decided to go my own way. So I've got no A levels. I've got no um school qualifications after GCSEs. I have other qualifications in other areas, and I have a lot of other experience in different fields. Um, but because I was made homeless, I had to make a lot of quick decisions. So I had to learn how to adult very quickly. Uh huh. Um, against me will some of it. Um, and. Yeah, but I I say to this day one of the best things my mum ever did for me was kick me out. Honestly, because yeah. I'd be I'd be a completely different person. Yeah, hanger today being yeah makes you a stronger person. But yeah, so yeah, quite quite a few memories. Um, but more good than bad. Okay. Um, don't want to say too much about a certain group of girls I went to school with, just in case they do listen, because. Ah, well, that's what? what I want to say next. But what I will say, I'll say one more thing, right? Uh -huh. One of the reasons I didn't go to uni was because I didn't personally. This is this is only in my later years I've seen this because I've seen girls I've gone to school with, they've gone to uni, they've studied like six years for a degree. Um, you know that their the parents have either pushed them for or they've thought it's the right thing to do. It has really been their choice. Yeah, and now they're in jobs that are completely nothing to do with the degree that they worked so hard for and spent so many years like studying for, or they're really bad cokeheads. So 
on that note, that's it. That's all I'd like to say. There was actually a girl uh, about four or five years ago. I met her in a club toilet in Liverpool. And um, she was like, oh, my God, how are you? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Do you have any cocaine? And I was like, are you, are you fucking serious? Like, I haven't seen you for about mm, 13 years. But the first thing you're asking me for is a little bit of flake, really. And I just thought, a little bit of flake. I never spoke. <laughs> never spoke to her again. So oh. yeah, it was all silver spoon in the mouth, ten cocaine. Unfortunately. Oh, well, that's when mummy and daddy do, don't they? Yep, they spoil bitch and everything, and then they go off the reason. They do. Um, what about you, Shanice? What's your kind of background and your kind of school life, your education. Okay, well, Kevin, you'll know it very well. But, um, yeah, so um, from Dungiven, so I went to a play school in Dungiven. Um, then I went on to uh, a primary school in Dungiven for seven years. And, I don't know, that's not a lot to say about it. It was just a typical primary school. Like, you went, you learned, you played, you know, went home. That was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for secondary school, I moved next door and just went there, you know, literally like went there for five years and I don't know, it was like, I, like, I don't know, like it was fine. I, um, I went, I learned, I got my GCSEs, I made some friends, which I got on very well with and I was a very quiet student, like I went in and done my work, so there was no sort of problems, like no Shastra, you mentioned bullying, I, I have to say I was very lucky throughout my years at school. Like, I wouldn't say I was ever bullied. I was just, I don't know, I was just there. Like, and people just either, I got on with them or I didn't. But, I mean, I think just because I was so quiet, I wouldn't really said much to people. So, like, I just got on with everyone. So, it was grand. Um, and then once I finished my GCSEs, I moved on to uh, another school um, in Maharad to do my A-levels. Just, just, like, for better A-level choices. And I ended up making some really great friends there. Um, that I'm still friends with to this day now, like more than ten years later. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so I that's like pretty much it in a nutshell. It was very standard sort of, I don't know, education. Like nothing mental happened. Like there was no bullying. That there was a bit of crack, but a chat, a lot of learning because you know every day is a school day. And and you know, like I got my GCSEs and I got my A levels, and sure, what else did I need? Made great friends, and that was fab. So, um, my my kind of story is pretty much similar to Sinead. I went to probably the same schools up until um, A level. So, was it Mitchell Park? Was there a nursery? Yeah. So that was fab. Um, from what I can remember, obviously that age, don't really remember anything. When you were like a three, it was amazing. It was such a vibe. But the English like educational system is different over here. So I like we call it nurse, right? And we go there. What age? She need like three, four. Well, we back in the day you call it play school, not nursery. Oh, so no, okay. nursery is a new thing. So it depends when you're born, but you're generally three to four, and then when you go into primary one, you're four to five. See so over here it's different. They call it like year. Was it reception? Is your first year? Yeah, reception is ours, and then year one, year two, like that. Until year six, and then high school is year seven for you. Is that? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so whereas we have nursery, and then we've got, like, primary one up to primary seven, and then 
year eight is when you're in high school. Year eight to year 12, and then you can do year 14 and year 13, 14, which is lower sixth, upper sixth, is what we call it, and that's your A level. And then you go off to university. Um, so, yeah, I was in play school in nursery um, at Mitchell Park, um, and then went to St. Canis. St. Canis is primary school in Dungiven, it's primary school from primary one to seven, and then went to St. Patrick's College in Dungiven to do first to fifth year. And then moved to the Limavogic Grammar School. Grammar, yeah, I'm from Grammar. <laughs> to do my A levels for two years. Bougie, 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 bougie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of like my background. And it's, it's when you think back, it's like educationally it's like you go into a school environment when you're about three or four and that is you if you do a levels go all that way to 18 and then if you go to uni you're in that for how many years but we're not going to talk about it we're just going to go up to school so but like the first kind of 15 years of your life you're in school which is just crazy it's mad i don't think it's necessary but we'll get on to that in a minute um so yeah, memories and stuff will go into stuff like a little bit more in depth. But like, school for me wasn't probably one of the best times of my life. I was bullied a little bit um, because I was quite quiet. And Sinead, you said you're quite quiet. And it's like really hard to believe when people say like, how the fuck were you and Sinead quiet in school? Because you're not quiet. <laughs> we're so opinionated. But I think that's because we weren't back then. So we're kind of one making up for lost time. But two, you grow into yourself and you become more confident. So I just think you know yourself when you're older and back then you're discovering who you are, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's why we're so confident now. But yeah, I wasn't particularly a fan of school. I used to have like, I remember this on my like kind of wardrobe, a countdown. And every day I came home from school, like ticked day off and another day off and another day until they got to like holidays and whatever it it just i hated school i hated the, the exams and the testing and the amount of homework you had and i always and i still say to this day if they can't teach you the stuff in school without you doing work at home then they're not doing their jobs properly um there's too much stress on children now for exams and in primary school to move on to like a, a high school we had what we call in Ireland the 11 plus as it called yeah I don't know if they still do it or anything yeah we had that yeah yeah the 11 plus and I must have been doing my 11 plus in 2000 was it even 2000 you would have been doing it 2003 and 2004 right okay my god that's 20 years ago (laughs) oh my god I feel ancient because so yeah. you're like 10, 11 when you're doing yes. 20 years ago, I was doing my 11 plus. And I was actually that stressed at a point at that young age. And I was always a ballsy wee cunt. And I, I didn't want to do something. I didn't want to do it. And I'm still like that. But I said to mommy, I was like, I'm not doing this. It's a waste of fucking time. It doesn't matter. I'm going next door. It doesn't matter. I don't need to do it. Like, you would only kind of need to do it if you're going to want to go to go to Mahara or Loretto or one of those other schools. And I was like, I'm going next door. I don't need to do this. It's not necessary. It's unnecessary pressure for someone that young age. I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. And mommy fought with me over doing this exam. But I'm so proud of myself because even back then I was like, I I, I knew it was a waste of time. I'm not doing it. 
at a young age, I was so with it and I pride myself on that. <laughs> I was so sensible and knowledgeable. And does anyone ever fucking ask you for your 11 plus results? No. So 10 year old Kevin or whatever age he was, well fucking done, babe. I was actually asked yesterday when I got my 11. Who the fuck asked you that? Shane. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not really the difference. This is natural conversation. <laughs> what did you yeah. get your eleven plus? I got a C one. So it was like I don't know what that I don't question. I don't know when we got like an A one, A two, B one, B two, C one, C two, and a D. I don't want to say what he got in case he doesn't want me saying that, but he got better yeah. than me. Oh, and that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, and I remember on this results day, it was like you were thinking this was like, oh my god, this is like fucking. You're not getting into university or something. There were people crying outside the primary school because they did not get the results they wanted, and that means they couldn't get into the preferred school or whatever, whatever, whatever. But it was just like at ten years old, are you taking the piss? Is this drummed into you since such an early age? And I was just like stressed free like you know when like they you know they did the mock 11 plus exam Sinead, in like primary six and primary seven whatever it was i used to go painting in a hut with like a few other people because other people weren't doing it as well and i was like love and life stress free didn't give a shit about it and it has made zero impact on my life and i was so happy that i stuck up and said i'm not doing it. here at least you were taking away the people in my class that weren't doing it were fucking pitting in front of you when you were sitting doing the tower. That's mental torture. <laughs> Another table, like painting pots and stuff, and you're just sitting there with your wee fucking dividers so you didn't cheat off the person beside you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then I went to the school and I made friends who I'm still friends with now, like Natasha and Kiva. Um, and I met Carla and Brian there too. And so it, you just, I'm still really good friends with them now. Unfortunately, some of the friends I did have then were not no longer friends, but that's just life, say that be. Um, and then I moved to do my A-levels um, to Limavati Gravesk. And I made friends there that I'm still friends with now. They're at my wedding, like Naomi and Keith O'Kane. Um, and again, Carla and Brian went to that school. They moved there the year before me. And we and Natasha and Keepa as well came with me. Um, did you make two Oh yes, sorry. I thought I met the little here. No, hold on. Because you're confusing me now and then she's gonna come at me. I said I moved there with those people. So I No no, no you go I moved there and do you not say you met Naomi? Sorry, I've had a few drinks. Apology. <laughs> <laughs> but Melissa, she won't kill me now. I also met Melissa there as well with Kiba O'Kane and yes. Apologies. Sometimes you just forget. I apologize. Um, but yes, I made friends for life there. She might not be friends with me now. But that's human for me now. I have to give her a heads up. Oh my god, funny. Um, yeah, so I you got half friends for life and I would say that's just the strange thing, like in my latter years of school, I, I would say they were the best years of my school life. In my kind of early years, I was kind of, 
I would say I was kind of awkward and shy and I didn't really know who I was and where I fitted in and who was like my friend kind of in that instance kind of thing. But I always have really good memories from primary one. And I remember um, a lot of my friends were girls. Um, back then, well, back then, yeah. And um, two girls were fighting over who got to hang up my coat. And I was like, yeah. If only you knew, babes. If only I don't like that story. Why? Because it's like all women should be doing shit for me. Well, obviously, I'm not thinking that, obviously. But it was just like, who? And I, I think I just hung it up myself. <laughs> Give it an I'll tell I do not endorse this message. <laughs> but no, it's, it's funny. Like, that's a certain memory I have. And it's just it's always stuck with me from that young age. And... They were, like, really good friends of mine in primary school. And then, again, you just fall out of contact. Don't you? you grew up and you're, like... You, and, again, it's, like, a work colleague thing in an office. You're only friends with these people because you see them every day. That's what that is. Um, And, yeah, a funny story I have from primary one, I think I... So, I got up. You know, can I use the toilet? Which I think is ridiculous because in no other setting in life do you have to say, can I use the toilet? So, you go and... I just got up and the teacher was like, where are you going inside the toilet? And I was like, no, you have to ask. And I was like, why? <laughs> I don't think it should be an ask. It should be more of a tell and just so they know where you're going. But it should be more, I'm going to the toilet. You go. Right, well, hold on. Let me just come back to you at this point. And it's no, you leave your primary one and you get up and leave. No, 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 no. Like, uh, where are you going? You've actually triggered something in my head about a story about the toilet. But. And I, this is an auto in primary one, I got up and she said, no, you have to ask. And I was like, well, this is, I don't get it, but anyways, ask. I went to the toilet and I could not probably read at that point much. So I think I used the girls' toilets because it was all pink. And I remember that to this day. So strange. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that's a massive thing because I accidentally went into the men's toilets last year in a bar. So no, I mean, a big thing. I just remember it's kind of like a little funny story but what you just said about it's not you shouldn't be asking for the toilet you should be like i'm going to fucking use the toilet i remember and i don't get this teachers would have thought like people's taking the hand people just are going to the toilet blah 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 which i can understand maybe certain people were but i, I remember in particular this one girl in primary seven she got up without asking to go to the toilet and the teacher went ballistic on her and the girl just vomited over the teacher and I was like, that is fucking come up then, bitch. But I think teachers need to be very mindful too. So you see from like about primary seven onwards, especially with young girls, uh, they could be starting to get their periods and stuff. And you're going to be too awkward uh, to fucking say anything about that. Which, and like you will be going to the toilet more and like, you know, you don't want to go and check yourself and just different things. So I, I, I definitely agree with you. You shouldn't have to ask. It should be more... Just let Neil and Wendell's Yeah, and no other social situation in life do you have to ask permission to piss or shit or whatever you need to do in the toilet. You don't have to ask this. You shouldn't expect people to do it now. Two points to what you were just saying about that. We went to Catholic schools. So in Catholic schools, you don't talk about sex or periods, blah, blah, blah. It's all taboo, 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 taboo. Because God... You right? Ah, Kevin. Well, that's not in primary school. But there's all taboo. Well, you're right, young, like... Well, you know, there's certain things I think, yes, you're young for, no, you're not, but whatever. Um, And the second thing, the the teachers usually are all dried up 50-year-olds, so not 50-year-olds, but older, and they don't have periods, they don't understand. 
Dreidel. Yeah, but women could be getting their periods after 50, like, well after Well, after I said 60, that's why I changed me hands. I'm crazy, man, the parents have people different ages. Well, that's what I mean. But, like, I just, I hate, like, when people say, no, you can't use it. And I never forget this line to the day I die. Remember, Dad, I used to say this to Shanine. He was always like, um, we'll just tell him that you're going to piss yourself. And just piss yourself. And I'll come collect. I'm not actually going to just piss myself. I get where he's going with it. I get where he's going with it, like. So I really appreciate that girl that just booked in the oh, fucking hell. I would have booked all over the bitch too. I remember what year was I in because we were out in the hut. And somebody pissed themselves. Like primary school. But they were a, you went to a hut. They were a bit, I was a P5. Because um, I was like, they're a bit old to be pissing themselves. But I mean, fair enough. The teacher would let them go to the toilet and they really had to go. Well, that's what I mean. Like, this is what I'm saying. It is torture. It's like, if I imagine asking that in work. Can I use the toilet? I, like, this is what I'm, I'm going to get into this now because otherwise I'll forget. Schools to me are like a military camp where it's literally you go in for 15 whatever many years you're in there for and then you're just drilled through this process of taking all this inf- useless, in my opinion, information in about, I'm not being funny. When have we ever used fractions? Since we've learned them. Um, you, you know, when have we ever learned fractions? I'm not telling you. That's funny. Funny. I just mind the whole thing. Like, fine. Right, but that's, you know, but you're not working that out on a sheet. Like, I remember know. the sheets that we used to have? Especially for yeah, the Mrs. Mac- <laughs> from Mrs. McElhenney. Remember that tyrant? Thankfully, we never had her. But it was always like cover that we had her for. And she was always like the dividers between the desks. You couldn't talk to each other and all this bullshit. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like a military camp. They teach you all this useless shit that you don't need to know about. As long as you can do your basic English and you can read and write and you can do your basic maths. And you know a little bit of information about the world. That's all you need to know. What they should be teaching you in school is taxes and mortgages and savings and pensions. Council tax. Council tax and electricity bills and water bills. They should be teaching you all this stuff in school. Not, not of this angles of a triangle, algebra, blah, blah, fucking blah. That is useless information. We do not use that anymore. But then I also think they don't want to teach you these skills because the governments of the world do not want the little people to know all this information because then we will match them and they want us to always be kept below them. And this is what it is. I think as well, though, you need to apply a bit of common sense to stuff too, though, because some people just can't manage money. Like, they just can't. And that's something that most of us aren't taught how to do, but it's just something that you have in your head yourself that... Oh shit! Like I maybe I should say it, but you know, like just you need a bit of common sense, and I do find that it's lacking quite a bit in the world. Not gonna lie. Do a GCSE, Sinead, and Shazar, I don't know if you've done this in your school. It might be called something else, but in whenever I was doing it for GCSE, it was to learn for life and work. Yeah, yeah, it was the GCSE, right? Which I don't know how people didn't get in there <laughs> or didn't, and some people sealed the subject, and I'm just like, right, you you need help. But it was all about like drugs and sex and I, I can't even like it was all like sh- common sense shite you know and it was a GC I, I, I can give you an example one of the questions yeah go on ahead 
it was like, um, how do you not get pregnant? <laughs> I'm not joking. So everyone that like loads of people in my class were all like, use contraception. I wrote down, don't have sex. <laughs> it's not a wrong answer. It was a fucking right answer because I obviously got the aim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we never had the opportunity to learn anything like that. Like we had a little bit. Like I remember our sex education, and it was literally two lessons, and it was like, you know, is this really all we need to know? And then you just kind of, you know, as like as a teen, you find it all out yourself. You have your ways of finding things out. People tell you things and. You see, they love your relatives. You know, and you know, you 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 find things out for yourself. But like, we we literally had like two lessons, and we were like, "Oh, oh, that must be everything we need to know." Like, little did we know, there's a whole fucking world out there. <laughs> I know. Like, just touching on that point about sexual education. So, in first year of high school, which would have been remember eleven or twelve, depends on what age you were or when you were born. That's in science class. You got you got taught the reproductive system, and you watched a video on a woman giving birth and all this. But it wasn't until much later in into the high school year that you learned about contraception and all that there. And I remember specifically they split up the boys into one room and they split up the girls into another room, and there were different talks by different teachers and videos shown. And something I find really strange, but it makes sense being a Catholic school because Catholic, in my opinion, oppressed women. And the girls were taught how to put on a condom on a cucumber, but the boys weren't. Make it make sense. It's 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 quite... because it's not always it's not always the girl that's gotta do it, you know what I mean? Well, exactly. A boy should learn how to do that. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. It's like the responsibility falls to the woman not to get pregnant. Exactly. So, that's that, the man has no, the, yeah. Just while we're down this fucking rabbit hole now, the thing that really, really annoys me is I could have sex with a hundred men, right, in the space of a couple of days, but I can only get pregnant once. Whereas a man could have sex with a hundred women and impregnate all of them, but yet contraception is aimed at women and not at men. Yeah. Like, yeah, it says, make it make sense. Why is it always stated at our doorstep? Why the fuck is there not a pill to stop your sperm being active? Well, there is. Why is it apparently. not a pill? <laughs> huh? There is apparently now, but is a man going to take that now? No, but that's the thing, because it's always left at, at, at the woman's door. Mm. We have to be responsible, because, you know, from 14, 15, we're women, but men are boys right up until they're in their mid-20s, because, like, oh, men develop so much later. You know, whereas she knew what she was doing at 15. But him at 21, he raped her back. Now I know. Because his brain isn't fully developed. But her brain's fully developed at 15. She knew she was leading that fucking 30-year-old on. Ah, oh, that's a shit. Fucking shit. Right, we need to move on before we yeah, get back. Contraception, that's a different, like, podcast episode. <laughs> but I would just, it's a key memory that stuck out for me in school because it was like, right. Right, we get taught different things, and especially now in today's world, again, that was maybe, I'd say maybe 15, 16 years ago, what we were taught sexual education. Um, maybe more. I don't know when exactly it was, but I would hope in today's world, with the ever evolving world, that there's different sexual educations in school for different, like, relationships 
sexual orientations and families and things like that. I'd like to think that happens. And I think Hannah, her cousin, was talking about this where she learned about um, gay people in school. I'm not quite sure, but I think I remember her saying that, which is nice to, to see and nice to hear. So it is. Um, okay, so I have... So I'm going to read out some memories I have of things of just primary school, high school, etc. And we'll see if you can relate or this will maybe prompt your mind to have your own um, memories about it. Um, so do you remember your first day of high school where you got like a timetable? And you were trying to work out like you were all excited about like, oh my God, so different from primary school where you were stuck in the same classroom all day and now you're getting to move around and you're like trying to work it out and all excited and you've got different books for every like subject and like yeah. you felt like you're kind of like a receptionist where you had to organize your day the night before. <laughs> you're different, yeah. you're different folders, you're different files. Um, I loved all that stuff. Sinead's just disappeared. She's coming back. No, I wasn't here. Are you back, Sinead? Yeah, I'm you Oh, you're back. It just dropped off a second for you there. Um, do you remember? I don't know. Like, we're so alien from English education, Shasta, so you can keep us right here. Uh, in primary school, we used pencils up until yeah. primary seven, and then we got to use pens, and it was like you felt so grown up. You felt so adult. You're like, oh my god, I'm using a pen. And you got Tipex. Do you remember Tipex? Well, for our first two years of, of high school, we were only allowed. This is this is what our school was like. Just to, so just like you get a little little inkling, uh, we were only allowed to use fountain pens, right? Something. So if you if you came to school with like a biro or like anything else, like everyone would be like, "Oh my God, what's wrong with you?" Like. Where is your fountain pen? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god, I got this one from W. H. Smith, and mine came with forty-eight spare cartridges. Like, yeah, mine's from Asda, and they're calling to like, oh, like, calm down. It does the same job. Like, just chill. You know what I mean? Where's your, where's your fucking quill? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, there. That's just you bring me on. In school, about primary five, they 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 tried to force us to do joined up writing so you had a specific subject and a specific exercise book called handwriting mm. and did you do like one of those like you know those red pens what do you call them the felt tip ones but what do you call them a b-roll b-roll pen or something yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah handwriting pen and uh they tried to make you do that and like i to this day can't do joined up writing and rightly so because Joint of writing should be abolished, in my opinion, because of everything your doctor's prescription, and you're like, what the fuck have it's they prescribed me? Because it's yeah. like, joint of writing, no good, don't need it. It's illegible. Fuck off. So, yeah. Fuck them with the fighting pens. No. No. We had those B-roll pens in primary school, you know, like near the end. Huh. They were trying to get us to like use them, but like most of the kids were just drawing on each other with them and they weren't yeah. doing what they were supposed to do. It's like we're kids at the end of the day. I, this is what I mean. Like they try and force kids to grow up so fast and it's just like, I just want to play with toys. I don't want to have to learn all this bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Um, No. 
Another memory I have is I used to be a kleptomaniac in primary school. <laughs> I used to, and especially this, like this is the, where the pettiness started for me. If somebody was mean to me, I would have stole their pen or pens. I would have stole their book. I would have stole something of theirs to make them like, like fuck you. And it worked, and it was brilliant, and I loved it. Therapeutic. <laughs> um, another memory is uh, I used to love getting like new shoes, a new coat, new school bags, new lunch boxes. Yeah. I used to love all that stuff, especially primary school. I think those are like the peak ages. New pencil case was my favourite. Oh my God, a new pencil case, yeah. That was my favourite thing ever. My dad know. used to get me a hoard of like new stationery for Christmas. He'd <laughs> like wrap individual thing, like he'd like wrap like a pencil sharpener and like a rubber and like, oh, uh, it was it was just it was like the best thing ever. I'd I'd know I'd get like this little bag of stuff and I'd just I'd always forget like every year that it was gonna be like a bag full of like individually wrapped stationery and I'd always be so excited to open it and then I'd open like one thing I'd open the pencil sharpener and be like oh my god it's another like massive bag of, of, of fucking stationery and shit that I can use for school oh and you should have seen me absolutely putting everything of that every single item into my bag I had about 16 rubbers 52 pencils and like every gel pen remember gel pens please oh my god job Remember the scented ones? Did you ever have scented gel pens? Why? And we'd always look, look like a little bunch of crackheads going around fucking smelling each other's gel pens. <laughs> Be like, oh my God, look, I've got a grape one. Smell this. <laughs> smell it though. And it didn't fucking smell like grape. It just smelled like some sort of something from Satan's eyes. Like, like, you were just like the, the actual dog's bollocks when you had a 46 pack of gel pens. And the gym, I used to hit all the people that used to ask for pens and pencils. Like, oh, like the scruffy people. I Never know. done their homework or they always looked like in ripped their uniforms and didn't wash. I, yeah. Like they always kind of bore up because you always had pens. They always came to you asking kind of bore up pen. You were like, no, because I'm never going to get it back for one because you can't even look after yourself. You're not going to look after me paying. <laughs> um, uh, just, I can't even remember what I'm talking about. I'm having like drinks. But um, do you always remember about if you ever got the chance to go up to the whiteboard and you got to write on the whiteboard, you felt like so important. You were like, she, she, bougie bitch. Like, oh yeah, writing on the whiteboard. <laughs> Everyone can see it. <laughs> Am I writing in the straight line? No. <laughs> I never wrote in a straight line, but that just <laughs> Did you ever have the did you ever have those whiteboards that were like electronic? Yes. But then like you used to try and write on them. So you were writing something and the thing wouldn't catch up with you, so it just looked like you literally sneezed on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I didn't make that many notes on this topic, but when you're talking, so much comes back. It's just yeah. like, my God, crazy. Yeah. Um, I always have a memory, and I actually spoke to Nick about this, and anyone who is gay, you might be able to relate to this. 
if you, you always knew somebody was gay based on their school reports at the end of a term or end of the year, it goes pleasure to teach. The person always turns out to be gay, especially if it's gay male. I had that. Yeah, well, and it was always a pleasure to teach. Well, gay. you're in the gay meal. <laughs> Why not a gay meal? <laughs> but I had that loads. Nick had it loads, apparently. And we need to ask other people. Because I have seen it. There was a meme. It's like, this is what happens. And but maybe you're just a nice person. <laughs> well, see, that's what I mean. I am a lovely person. But don't, you know, even in school, I was so lovely. And this is what used to piss me off. School, and this is, this is another topic that was brought up to me in juries in. I can act, to this day, I can act in a workplace, well, up until a certain point, because I don't give a fuck. I was two different people. In a school or work situation, I'm professional. I am here to do a job. And then when I go home, I'm a different fucking person. And mama used to always say, what the fuck is your school report all glowing positive reviews, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're fucking tyrant at home, which I will admit I was. Not a very pleasant teenager, blah, blah, blah. You know, but it's just funny. And then I got mentioned to this in juries and it was like, oh, don't act like you're all this shy person, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you don't know my life and I don't have to present who I am outside work, inside work, bitch. Seems. Um. I have a memory, Shanice, of... Do you remember a Christmas or a birthday or whatever? And do you remember up until a certain point, if it was one of our birthdays, the other person still got a present? As to not make us feel bad? No, I don't think it happened every no, year. No, when we were in our younger years, it did happen. And I remember we got out of Miller's toy shop. Horse, like a horse family set. You got one and I got one. And mine was dark brown and yours was like a beige brown colour. And you can brush their hair. So I remember I took my set to school. And this is primary one. And because you got on the last day of primary one. To bring in like. Oh your kitchen is lovely Shasta. There, There's no way that was that early on. Because how would I remember that when I'm two? Yeah and it was primary one. I know but that's weird how you remember that. So I honestly it's primary one. Because I remember this. It was the last day of primary one. And you got to bring in stuff. And I brought that in. And. I was friends with loads of girls and they were like, oh my God, can we play with you? Blah, blah, blah. And all the boys were jealous because they had all the girls around me. And then I remember mommy coming to the door of the classroom with you in her arms. You must have been like three. And I left and put them in a plastic bag and said, see you next year. <laughs> I just remember it. It's so strange how you remember certain things. Huh? To the horses, you put them in the bag and so they'll see you next year. No, to the people in the class. All right. <laughs> well, okay. Whenever the next school term started, but <laughs> no, it's okay. That's so random. But honestly, like, you remember them horses, but you were three years old. Wait, the horses? Like amazing. Um. Okay, the next one: school dinners. Do you remember school dinners? Especially primary school dinners. I was like, at a lunch and I, I never had like it like a I never had school food you know 
to me it's just nostalgia i guess people are always like oh my god like the dinners the dessert and i'm all saying i always remember like to be fair kevin we would have had that like a lot of packed lunches but sometimes we did go for school dinners yeah. and like it was always like i always liked going around christmas time because you got the christmas dinner and then you had like, the coconut jam sponge and like custard sometimes you had ice cream and wafers or there's that like it's not brackle, what's it called? It's like the brown stuff. Blumage. No, that's not what I just love the primary like, blumage. No, but it's like a like a like a tray bake type thing. Brackle. What's it called? Brackle and it's got like coconut on the top. It's like brown. Alright, is that brackle? Is that that's I don't know what it's called, but it's tasty as fuck. I feel like I uh, know I feel like I need to ask Evie because she made it a couple of years ago. Do you like phone do you like phone call? <laughs> she um but yeah primary school yes but primary school dinners there's a certain dinner that i used to always pay for and go because i knew it was tasty as fuck it was like that soup with a big spud in the middle of it and then it was like a chicken burger and then it was like i think you have potatoes or chips with it and then it was like digestive biscuits with dirty triangles oh fucking or you have blimange which i used to love the wobbly blimange oh my dad you are making that all the time he loved that gorgeous See, that's the thing it's nostalgia if you were given that now you're probably like well i've eat it once and maybe not like so but do you not remember they had like a menu like a four week rolling menu so one week this is monday tuesday and the next week is monday and you used to look at that menu and be like i'm gonna go for dinner that day <laughs> I don't know, but that's the thing, but it is just pure nostalgia. Everything is always better looking back. That's true. That is so true. Okay, um, uh, non-uniform days. Right. It's a fucking piss take you to pay a pound. I know, fuck off. Pound to wear my own clothes? Where did the money go? Probably to Mrs. Young's drinking puddle fund. Do you remember that story? I imagine it was the, the teacher's night out. We only went to... Uh, fucking exactly right pause that i'll say this and then we'll get on to that teacher story not in front of no no don't no, no, teacher story why not just don't yeah. who listens to this podcast is gonna fucking whatever i don't care just don't say it just don't say it she drowned in a puddle no she didn't drown in a puddle she lay in a puddle and everyone thought she had pneumonia there we go that's the story <laughs> um anyways oh my god Oh, Sinead, you've interrupted me, Tuna. Thought. <laughs> That's your own fault. I told you to move on and you didn't. Oh, so not uniform days. Um, Yeah, you had to pay a pound. But they always used to stress me out so, so much. Um, And especially jersey days. Remember, you had to come in and wear a jersey. And I, I was not a big... Our family, she were not football fans whatsoever. So we never had jerseys. No, but did you borrow the jerseys off Elish or Evie? I can't remember, but I had to then no, no, order no, like you or something to. No, we had been given jersey. No, I don't mean PE jerseys. I mean like GAA jerseys. That's not a PE jersey. I'm saying, as in been given, as in the town been given. Not. Oh yes, 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 yes. Sorry. But you just stress me out anyway. Um, has anyone in in this group ever had detention? 
Yes. Damn it. I actually haven't, contrary to popular belief, because of the gob on me now. Um, no, I never actually did. I never had detention, but I have had lines before, but it was like a whole class of lines. Um, so that didn't really count, to be honest, but Sinead, tell us about yours. It was just a lunchtime detention. I was late to class, but it was a genuine reason. I was waiting for the toilet because girls take fucking forever in the toilet. And it was between classes and I was waiting for people to come out so I could go in. And then I went down to class and I was late and they were like, we've lunchtime detention. I was like, but I needed the toilet. See, that's what I mean. What is this obsession about needing the toilet and then you get punished for you needing a piss or a shit or changing your tampon? What the fuck is the problem with a man or a woman? It's a woman. She's sometimes they're worse than a man. It's like I had to go to the toilet, so it is what it is. I'll come at lunchtime if you want, but I'm going to eat my lunch. You are this classic. She wasn't the worst. My own class. She wasn't the worst. She wasn't the worst, but she wasn't the best either. Um, it's so funny because our younger cousins have just recently left that school. Some well, our young young cousins are in that school, but like our cousins below us always told us stories about they're still there, and it's quite funny to hear the stories that the teachers we had are still there and still the cuntish behaviour that they have. <laughs> Jasper's fine Kevin continue um, Okay so I don't really have many memories Do you remember study leave for your GCSEs? I, like you just got off And like you didn't really revise But it was fine you revised before your exam And it was wrong That's I remember what's happening No so the, we, we got it over the rest of the schools Because you needed like so Exam started for GCSEs didn't they in May time um, I know you got off in May. Aye, so you got like more time off, but um, I remember there was a whole big scandal the year that it was solely for me because our geography teacher, do you remember Mrs. McCluskey? She was a lovely woman. She there were six of us in her GCSE geography class, and she went to I think it was Mrs. Sands as the principal at the time. <laughs> and she, um, she went to Mrs. Sands and said I want the six of them to have earlier study leave because they have a lot more syllabus to learn Um, and we got an extra two weeks of study leave off before the whole year and I remember the day that people found out like it was the day before and then we weren't coming in again people lost their shit at us at us six and it, obviously it's not fair. It was a jealousy thing. I didn't give a fuck because I was like, I'm off. I don't care. Bye. I never have to see some of you. Ever. Like, that sounds like a new problem to be honest. Exactly. I never have to see some of you again. I met you. <laughs> oh, it was great. Like, I loved it. Um, there's a story that is like me and Kivu Keen, but it's kind of like context. There was a teacher in the grammar school who I fucking hated and he's called Mr. Little and he was little in every fucking way of that word um and how do you know because he was just little man syndrome like it Hello. was just you know and I don't I don't I don't know his appendages but it could be the fucking same but, <laughs> um, he was a little cunt literally and the, me and Keith O'Kane used to sit beside each other in English 
and it's how we became friends and we're still friends to this day and we were just in stitches one day laughing at him because he was just such a chill of a person and he said to me on my last class with him we were predicting grades for what you're going to get in your a levels so i did a re so i got a d in my first exam for english lit and then i reset it and got a b i was like mm-hmm. And then it came to predicting your grades for your overall grade. And he goes, like, what do you think you're going to get? And I always, like, at that age, like, downplayed myself. And I was like, well, I'm, I'll, I'll say I got, I'll get a C. And he's like, oh, well, I, I'd agree with that, to be honest. And then I fucking got a B. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I, personally, I think he was homophobic. Sorry, we called it Ben. Sue me, bitch. Sue me. He's it, probably secretly gay himself. Oh, fuck. Probably sounds like a pedophile. What were you thinking, Kevin? <laughs> I was. <laughs> Still a pedophile. Um, anyways, we're joking about it. We justified. Um, okay, that's kind of all the memories I have about school and things like that. Um, we've talked about friends that you've made and you're still friends with anyone. So is there any enemies that you made in school that you bump into and you still see them? Blah, 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 blah. No, I don't think about people from then. Like, they haven't made that big of an impact in my life, so. Fab answer. What about you, Shasta? Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, you get on with your life, I'll get on with my life. I'm mixing. See, Kevin knows me well. I'm an Aries too, so I do have a very large, forthcoming, petty streak. So, that girl that bullied me 22 years ago. So, she had, she grew up and she had a baby. And she's never lost the baby weight, so she's still fat. Um, and when I was working in a hotel, I went to a hotel because there might be there might be some listeners who will pick up on this. Um, there's a girl I used to work with who will pick up on on this story straight away, and I guarantee you, if she's listening now, she she will be laughing already before I've even got into it. So I worked in a hotel that was dog friendly. And um, when people wanted to bring dogs to stay, they could. But obviously, they'd have to pay a supplement of uh, £20 per night. Now, this girl who used to bully me, she was quite a fan of staying in one of the hotels that I worked in. She didn't know I was there until this point. And they'd come, like, every every other weekend, say, or maybe one weekend a month. They'd come on a Friday or a Saturday night or a Sunday if it was bank holiday. And... um. I was feeling really, like, motivated that day. I just felt really good. Day was going good. Everyone was happy. Like, even the Karens had had a day off. Like, it was It was just, like, it was just a really good day. And she was sitting in, like, this seating area. There's, like, a seating area in most receptions. So, like, this this will sort of disguise the, the hotel brand a little bit. She was sitting on the seating area, and the fella had come to, to check in. And um, the girl who's listening was actually checking them in at the time. And I can almost hear her laughing in my head because I can still hear it now. I'd, I went behind the desk to do something. So I was I was in a management role, um, whether it was assistant management or whether I was head of a department, I will not say. Uh, but I decided to go behind this girl uh, that, that was checking them in. And she went, I went, oh, um. Don't forget to tell this gentleman, love, that uh, it's £20 extra for dogs. 
And she's sitting there going, looking at me like I've just like held a bed of prey in front of her or something. And do you know what the funniest thing is? A fella laughed. He didn't even defend it. He didn't know like that. I mean, no, like, you calling me bear the dog? None of that. He laughed. He laughed. And no joke, about six weeks later, they split up and they never got back together. They couldn't just move past that joke. Said no. move past. But yeah, I just think, oh yeah, it's 20 pounds extra for dogs. And there was so many people there. There was so many people that heard it and I should have lost my job there and then. But even my manager thought it was fucking funny. So in my experience, um, I find it quite ironic and I know, you know, so I've had quite a hard time every school I've went to, um, but I find it quite ironic when you grow up and you're out of a school situation that if you bump into this person or people, they'll say hello to you and act like they're your BFF. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> hold on a second, but. There's one story that will stick with me to the day I fucking die. And it is hilarious. I'm not going to say what school it is or anything. Because people might, if they listen, might be able to work this out. But I'll say Sarah Dillon. And that, so she ended up many moons ago. And she'll mind me saying this story. She, many moons ago, got with somebody who used to give me a hard time in school. Focus on the word hard. And they got together. She didn't want. <laughs> she didn't want any, any of this information. Blah blah. blah. I know exactly who this is. And she didn't know any of this information or anything. And she took him. Well, he took her back to his. I think. Um. But they were trying to do the deeds. Blah blah blah. And he couldn't get it up at all. And he has now a nickname called Flassy. Can't say the last name. But Flassy, whatever it is. And we still call this person to this day. And just gives me such great satisfaction knowing that information. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that he gave you a hard time. No, no. Well, who are you thinking of? Uh, no, I, no, I know who I'm thinking of. I didn't know he gave you a hard time. Well, what story are you thinking of? Text me. <laughs> I'm like no but I mean we, me and Sarah we only talk about one classy name yeah I know no, well, that's the person I'm talking about but who do you think I'm talking about that Sarah got with I know that's who I'm talking about I was like I didn't know you knew him oh oh, cause, oh I'm getting mixed up because I thought you thought that she got with someone else that gave me a hard time oh here I've messaged you I know that's who it is I can't say the name because it's too up that is who it is um, I, no, I didn't know you knew him. Unfortunately, yes. Well, I say, right, this is the thing. I say, unfortunately, yes, because this is what happened when I went to the grammar. So, well, I shouldn't say Um, That's just name and shame on me to fuck. No, no, but see, I don't. So when that happened, I was just like, I think he's doing it because he wants to look. You know how men are. They want to look big. And that's the same with girls. They want to look big in front of their friends because they're insecure about something. And obviously he's insecure because he can't get it up. So 
But then when that happened, he apologized and he was dead friendly with me and never said it. Like, when did he apologize? Good things to me, and I don't care if it was fake. Or... Huh? When did he apologize? I don't know. Broke up. When did he uh, apologize? Oh, it was like a few weeks after it happened. After so it was pretty like you know I'm not holding a grudge, but it, it's a... yeah. So it was like a few weeks, and then he apologized, and I and I have went forward not like caring about it or whatever. It's not I don't even think about it. But that story when I found that out that about Sarah Dillon, it just made me laugh because like you know what, payback is a bitch. And it, it just made me laugh. It was so, so funny. Um, But I wouldn't, like, if I ever seen him again, it wouldn't be like, it, it didn't cause me that much grief. It was just like, you know, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it just, it gave me satisfaction knowing that people who are like that get their comeuppance in other ways in life. So my story about this is treat everybody with kindness if they treat you with kindness. If there are people in school, like there are people, and hopefully now it's getting better, who are different sexual orientations, they're finding themselves or they're just a shy person who doesn't have many friends or whomever just be kind to them because you don't know what's going on in their personal life blah 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 be kind to people and this whole showing off in front of your friends hopefully that dies because it's such a bravado that annoys me it doesn't even matter it's not a genderized thing it's girls do it to girls girls do it to boys boys do it to girls boys boys you know boys go out there and call girls names because Oh, there's a rumor about her sleeping with half the fucking class, or boys do it to boys because they oh, are you still a virgin, or girls do it to girls because oh my god, you sucked that many dicks. There's a rumor, you know, all this stupid shit. It's all based on insecurity and jealousy. Grow the fuck up. Ah, but that's never gonna change. Do you know what? If I was a teacher, it would change. You know what? What? Like, Kevin, yeah, that'll never change because people always want to feel better than somebody else. No, I understand that, but if I... I love that, like, I, I love that you have that thought in your head that you could change it. Oh, no, I, I can change the whole world. I'm, I'm not saying I could change the whole world's opinion or the whole school's opinion, wherever I was. But if I had a certain class that I taught, I would be saying, I'd make a fool out of the person who... You know, and this is what annoys me. If you find out your child is bullying somebody else, Oh, I'd be mortified. You have two things there. You either say, well done, or you say, you should be ashamed of yourself. And if you don't say you should be ashamed of yourself, you bullied your, you were the bully at school as well. If your parents doesn't embarrass you for bullying someone, they were a bully. And that's why you're a bully. Because your parent probably bullies you too. I should have been a psychologist. I'd done the wrong degree. <laughs> I wouldn't want to use my therapist or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Give great advice. Tell him to fuck off. <laughs> okay, so has anyone got anything to say about their school education or anything in their school days or yada yada yada? I feel like I've gone nothing in this section is going to link. <laughs> no, I will say though, just me and Evie were chatting earlier because I was like, oh my god, I was like, I can't think of any, anything from school. Mm. And then, um, to remind me so like when I moved to Mahara people used to like cable tie your school bag to poles so you couldn't get your school bag off Con. like they cable tie them and you're like I don't have any fucking scissors like I can't break this or 
I don't know why these people had scissors on them, but they used to cut your school bag straps. Like, what? <laughs> you just want to carry your school bag around if they cut the straps? Or, uh, no, none of this ever happened to me. But, I mean, it happened to quite a few people because, like, you go out at, like, break time or lunchtime and there'd be this cover that you, everyone just fucked their school bags under. And then people would look for people's school bags and then cut them. Um, so they'd retaliate. Or something that I did always find very funny was, you know, like, you had a really heavy school bag. Like, it was full of books. And you know, somebody came up behind you and, like, lifted the school bag up and then just, like, forced it down and then you go flying back. Thought that was always really fun. Honest. Or sometimes I know that had just been No, 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 I'm not finished with So like, you know, and then given us Kevin to remember and then you remember when you went into the assembly hall and on the right hand side, like before assembly, people would like fuck their school bags to the side and stuff like during lunchtime and all. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you people will be standing there chatting. Like, sometimes if I say one of my friends, I'd go up and just shove them and they'd fall on top of the school bag. I remember that. That was so bad. <laughs> like, that was funny, like, because you were only doing it to your friends. It wasn't a bullying thing. I was like, oh, you fell. No, no, no. <laughs> um, that has just prompted me as a memory. I wasn't there, but you told me this story. Do you remember on the bus, was it to Maharas, somebody hit you with an orange or an apple or something in the back of the head? Oh my god, yeah, that was. I actually had written this down to mention earlier. It was actually one of the funniest things ever. So it was like, um, so like when I moved to Mahara, I was like 16, but I was maybe 17, 18, maybe 17 at this time. And, um, I used to sit like at the top deck, uh, a couple of seats from the back, and there was these like two younger fellas behind me, and they were like chucking stuff up the front of the bus, and there was somebody sitting beside me, and I was talking to them. And they were just chucking stuff up the front of the bus. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not hitting me. And then they threw an orange, like a bit of an orange, and it hit me in the back of the head. And I just jumped around and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. That wasn't meant to hit you. And they went into this whole panic mode. And then they just burst out laughing, like hysterical <laughs> laughing. I was like, Jesus, that was an overreaction. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing, but they were probably like, fuck me, she's a psycho. <laughs> it's a family thing. <laughs> but also, now you mentioned it, another story I had to note down about school was, again, on the school bus coming home from Mahara. I fucking fell down the, bu- the, the steps on the bus. Oh, like the double decker, yeah. All right, because it was like really wet and rainy that day, so the steps were really wet. And then I was coming down to like get off at my stop, and I just like slid down on my arse on the steps, and I got to the bottom, and I was just like laughing away to myself. And there's like all these weans standing around the bottom, being like, "What was wrong?" With you? <laughs> and it was, um, but it was really funny. Yeah, good memories, good memories. <laughs> the last kind of story I have is: Do you remember, Shani, at that time there was a bomb in the school? I uh, but like, was a bomb, so yeah, there was like a, a fake bomb, but we all get sent home. But we were, yeah, and oh, was it a bomb or was it no, there was a bomb, so we got the day at home. Oh, it was a bomb threat, it was out like one in the back pitches. Aye, uh, so Northern Ireland, lots of fucking bombs. Um, but also, do you remember there was something else where a heating broke down, or there was a snow day, or something like that when we were in Dungiven School? And because mommy picked us up, we got a quick getaway. 
and other people were walking during the town and they got seen and like the teacher said right go back to school it's fixed now but me and you were safe we were in the countryside <laughs> I know I remember that day and it was because um the electric and the heat weren't working you see yeah so when we drove up to the school the principal was standing outside waving but like go home go home like it's all on today so mommy just turned and went home and I think they rang the house phone and mommy just didn't answer it Queen, she's like, on Queen. I don't know, Mama's like, I'm not going back. <laughs> Mama was just a lazy bitch, she couldn't be asked taking us back, and we were like, That's all right with us. <laughs> we were like, We're too far gone now, love. We're not going back. But like, how sad are you to ring us to come back? Like, fuck off. Come back. What are we going to miss? Our two times fucking tables. I t- no, you learned that. Are we, oh, God damn, what are we going to miss? How do we investable in Irish? I know that's all right. I realized what I said. What are we going like? R- 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 rewind, rewind, rewind. What are we going to miss? How to say vegetable in Irish? You're so worried. Which is glass three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Use the shit to teach you. Like, I could tell you how to say a random word in fucking Irish. Like, fish. Ishk. Am I ever going to use that? No. When would I ever use it? Never. But I'm always going to remember it because they teach you useless shite. See, it's handy to have it in this context. Is that ishk? <laughs> I love fluck, which means wet in Irish. That in any context that you want, everybody. Fluck. Right. Um, there's a question box. Um, and I'm, do you want to take a break and then come back to it or do you want to just go through it? Take a break. After right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with our school question box and our advice section. So, see you soon. We're taking a playground break. <laughs> and we're back with rational shenanigans <laughs> and Chester. Hello, Chester. <laughs> um. Okay. So before the break, we were talking about question box. I'm going to pull it up and read out people's school memories, their stories of school, yada, 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 yada. So, first one. <laughs> oh, my God. Is their memory of school is Dreamless Foundation. The name of the foundation lips. <laughs> that was me, you all <laughs> I love how you messaged into the question box even though you're on the podcast. <laughs> you're like, I'll pick up this tomorrow so I'm going to write it. No. <laughs> I will have forgot that, actually. Oh my god, yes. Um. Okay, next one is pretending you needed to sharpen your pencil so you could chat with your friend at the bin. Oh my god. What is that? Yeah. That is so true. The original office gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my memory is the milk bottles you used to get. I now can't look at milk ever again. <laughs> no, but you used to get the milk bottles and with the tin foil you pierced the lid, but then they mu- moved on to like those cartons. I remember one time, quite disgusting actually, and I think this did turn me off milk. Oh, I can relate to this person I wrote in. You know, the glass bottles of milk with the tin foil lid? I sucked. It makes me gag actually. And I sucked and like, it was like a lump of. I had to go to the bathroom and like take. Uh, I can't even think about it. I'm not going to think about it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, oh, the class slag, full on got what's Gollian? Like um, like you know when like you like you you go to spit something out, but like you proper suck in first, and then like you it's like a, a you know like no, 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 flaming or something. Yeah, like when you like you you. The class lag full on Gollian up into the teacher's tea when he left the room. Then we watched him drink it. Oh my god, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's bad. Ugh, makes that is... They make me feel nauseous. Oh my god, um, you really didn't like that teacher? No, they didn't. Next one, primary school songs. Like a label label. <laughs> <laughs> that was a banger. Alive, 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 alive. <laughs> That's it went. Singing cockles and muscles alive, alive, alive. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. I think I was out of chin. Oh, that's that one. <laughs> oh my god, permissible bangers. Oh my god, I, I went to the school choir of the year. Do you remember that competition in Northern Ireland? In Northern Ireland, we had a primary school competition called School Choir of the Year. And I remember going and being raging because I missed Yu-Gi-Oh that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we didn't talk about the cartoons we used to watch as we... Hold on, Dad. Did you hear they, they were just scrapping CITV? I heard that, yeah. You had a chicken CITV off the air. I didn't know that was still going, to tell you the truth. Go on, okay. Me too. Okay, next one. World Book Day. Who remembers World Book Day? Yes. Oh my god, you I remember buying like a Simpsons book. It's wild. I remember in primary school they were like, You have to do posters for World Book Day and we're gonna pick the best. And so they gave like a first and a second, I think, and then they done like two highly commended posters. Uh-huh. And I got a highly commended one. Fancy bitch. <laughs> I was like, we, in primary school, we were learning about the Vikings. And I done something about the Vikings taking all the books away. So come quick and get the books or like something stupid. I know. So I remember I got highly commended. Like, are there everyone in school? <laughs> you have just unlocked a memory, two memories for me. It's so weird why you talk about stuff. You just, do you remember an art school, Sinead? Art school. Art school. Yeah, we went to art school. Um, do you remember an art in school? For one of your first homeworks, you had to draw your favorite packet of crisps and color it in. Yeah. I think I drew quavers. And the art teacher at the time told I I drew, well, for some reason, I, well, I think I just drew what was in the cupboard for reference. I drew Walker's Ready Salted. And the teacher told me that I colored it in wrong. I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast that rings the bell. But um, she told me that I colored it in wrong. And I was like, how like, can I color something? She's like, can I, wait, you can it multiple ways. You can see which way you colored it. And I was like, oh, listen, love. I was like, listen, love. You've asked me to draw and color in a packet of crisps. I don't think it's going to affect me future which way I color it fucking in. What a shit, Kai. Uh, and the other <laughs> memory even locked. In primary school, I am in a published book. I wrote a poem. And it's published called Hullabaloo. Do you remember that book? <laughs> so was mine. So was mine. <laughs> what was that? 
we are a family of literary, what you call them people? We are published authors. We are published authors. The O'Connors are, you know, fucking worldwide famous. Move over. Shasta, are you published? I am not. Not yet. No, see. Watch this space. <laughs> I mean, I will I'm reveal your next move. So watch your this 20, space. You're 29, Shasta. I'd read your book. No, I'd read your life story, hon. No baller. You probably get give me till I'm forty nine to write it then. <laughs> well, that's book number two. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nate, just we are published authors. Go on. Yeah. Oh my god, I must take that book out. Um okay, the next one that someone wrote in is I used to love playing with sand and water. Do you remember the sand boxes yeah. and water with the boats and uh, the little kitchens and everything and the puppets? Oh, I love all No, th- this was like next level. Like when you're in play school or like reception, Shastra, mm. and it was like you came in, you played a bit. They give you toast and tea or if you didn't want oh. tea, you got toast and milk. And then you done your wee paintings and you hung them up to dry and then they were ready for you to take them home to your mom or your dad or whoever your caregiver. Mm-hmm. This is really strange, and maybe it's nostalgia. I don't think I've ever had as nice toast as I've had in place. Butter with- uh, that's because they were giving you the good shit. They were giving you the Dramona. None of the Lulu or Flora. They were giving you the good stuff back. We didn't have toast. I can't remember. What? They didn't give you toast. No, they didn't pay for it. But you were in from like nine until twelve or nine until one. Like they didn't feed you at all. I think. What age is that? Five. No, no, no. We were like three, three or four. Um, I wasn't. I was at also like like preschool. So that's like yeah. Um, I remember being given fruit and a sandwich. Your toast and you got like tea or milk, like whatever you wanted. No, we had we had juice and biscuits and sandwiches and fruits, I think. I think shite. Who wants to become fruit? No. (laughs) Well I got I got told off if I didn't eat any. I know. They started that whole shit, didn't they? Mm. Uh okay, the next couple is uh playground games. Like forty forty and bulldog. Do you remember those games? Oh, I or do you remember boys chase girls or girls chase boys? That's the sexist. <laughs> like if you identify as a boy, you chase me, or if you identify as a girl, you chase. What were your English playground games, Shastra? Um, do you know what? Like the 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 primary schools I went to, especially like the mainstream one, the very final one. Everyone just used to do their own thing because if we got into like a group sort of game, someone would always end up kicking the living shite out of someone else. So like you just kind of hung around and like your little twos or threes or fours, like the lads would play footy and like some of the girls who were a bit like footy orientated would would join in with them. And like I remember we, we played dodgeball once when we were like eight. And a lot of people got hurt that day. <laughs> a lot of people went home. A few people threw up that day. Like, that was a bad day. <laughs> I can't believe it. We never talked about sports day or PE. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it all. 
I love Sports Day. I was the queen of Sports Day. In private. Yeah, that's why you fucking loved it because you're good at Sports Day. I was shit at Sports Day. I got all the shit ones. Like Same. Long jump and like shot put. But in third year, I got to organize the tuck shop and I was living my best life as queen in that tuck shop. Remember, Shania? I was the off bitch of the tuck shop. <laughs> like, this is just like so funny. But like, so um, one of my friends that didn't go to the same, like she wasn't like first year with me. She was in a different school. So, but one of her cousins knew who I was. And my friend had said, oh, I'm friends with Shania or whatever. And they were like, oh my God, she was so fast, like at school. <laughs> and this was like years later, like at least five to six years later after that. And she's like, oh my God, she was so fast at school. Like I remember seeing her run. I was like, like that's <laughs> uh, didn't you win county medals or something came second in the county sports for the high jump <laughs> that's where amy gets it from <laughs> i always say it's from her godfather but is it really <laughs> that's from her sister's godmother <laughs> oh that's a bit of a head fuck <laughs> but yeah i used to hate sports day like it was fucking Awful, 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 and PE. Do you know what I didn't like about our school, Kevin? It was in fourth and fifth year, you competed against each other. But I'm just like, they're a fucking year older. They're going to be a year faster and stronger. I didn't like that. I'm just like, how do you expect me to be in fifth year? I know. I'm like, I might, but I mean, like, if I do, that's fucking shit, man. Mm. I remember you. Maybe that's what they wanted. Exactly. I remember you in a particular fifth year who I was in my class for battling it out of family history there as well but yeah that's what i'll say <laughs> for what i'm working out i don't know with the high jump or something but we'll we'll leave it there <laughs> i'm not really like, that doesn't make any sense because you were two years back in my year only bit oh, you're new funny no maybe i'm making yeah. i'm going no, no, no are you not thinking about um, I was made the deputy head girl and that person was made head girl but yeah. you had already left the school that stage. Maybe I, 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 I'm maybe mixing up but uh, there were situations where you competing with somebody. Whatever. Um, yeah, I can't remember something else. I don't talk about sports day but whatever. Sports day, shit. Hated sports. Um, oh, the only sports I was ever good at to this day, which I am still good at, is badminton and volleyball. I was always people's first picks for those sports. If I was any other thing, I'd be last. And I was boss at fucking volleyball. I remember one day being sick at home. And my uh, my wrist had all these purple dots on it. And I thought like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I said to my mom, I was like, what the fuck? I felt unwell and I was lying on the sofa. I was like, what's wrong with my wrist? And I was like, I've all these purple... She was like, it's busted blood vessels. And I was like... Oh yeah, I went hard with volleyball yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> they were the good ones that could gaze are good with their hands. So that's why I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and badminton, you remember she in the whole day. Like, um, Nick. <laughs> Nick on holiday was dead impressed when we went to Magaluf. Me and you went outside to play badminton. He was like, fuck the aliens are machines. <laughs> We were dying in the heat. Like, don't remember yeah, like, the guy that worked there was like, um, jump in. The guy that worked there was like, oh my god, keep going, keep going. And after like an hour, we were like, we're fucking dead. We're not used to this heat, leave us alone. We're like, 
We're like one of these non-alcoholic beverage and we need to go get some food. Thank you very much for the session. Okay, the last two. Um, first time I got a locker in high school, I felt like someone off Neighbours. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Do you remember Neighbours? They were like, did the little dial switch thing. Oh my god. That's so random. So random, but so true. Uh, the last one is uh, rolling skirts up constantly. <laughs> See, I didn't really roll my skirt. I didn't like either. No, I was, like, I, don't, I was like, I don't care. Like, whatever. You'd be pervert to look at somebody else. <laughs> yeah, Good little girls, then you too. No, it's just like I'm not like looking, letting somebody fucking creepy cunt my age look at my skirt. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Wrong um, from real age, Kim. Well, the, you need to be. You need to be. You know, and hopefully, and this is what I like. To, like what I say, whenever our younger cousins look at me and you, and I know, like at Granny's funeral, like like our cousins were laughing at me and you, especially me for like the, the, I'm so opinionated. I've got such strong views, and we're gonna do an episode on like Irish funerals and wakes and stuff. And whenever I was like, give people after an hour a cup of tea or whatever, they have to, there's a time limit. They were laughing at me, but like, I hope they can see that there's some like strength in what I'm saying. It's like, this is how it should be. Fuck other people, what they think and do your own thing. And I hope especially for Amy and Eva Jo, they look at you and say, you're a strong ass boss bitch. And they see not to take any shit like. They will. They will. <laughs> And that's that. <laughs> oh, well, like Amy, Hannah, and Eva Joe will know the crack. Oh, yes, Hannah, too. Sorry. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> what you originally said, Hannah. So that's why I said, No, no, I don't know. I'm so sorry if she's listening. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. I love Hannah to be said. She's so funny and she's so talkative and love her to be. But yeah, so this week. This is not child appropriate. <laughs> well, if her parents are listening and their Hannah walks in, then you know, you know, they, that's on them, blah blah blah. But no, oh, I love the three girls. They're like, you know, they're the younger generation. They're the three youngest grandchildren. They're coming up, and I hope they they view us and they like they're funny, but they're also strong minded, and you know, that's their opinions and and, you and I hope you're special, like no, but you're the eldest granddaughter, and I hope they look at you especially and be like. She's our role model and she takes no shit and I'm not going to take no shit. And I hope that's what happens because the world's a fucking savage ass place. More so now than it is back when we were young. So yeah, that's my little philosophical <laughs> for the podcast. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to our advice section. Okay. So, my first question of Okay, here we go. So, I've accidentally lost a stone. What do you mean accidentally lost a stone? Do you mean did they drop a rock or did they lose like 10 pounds? No, it's like, but did they drop a rock? No, they're talking about weight. Um, And I feel like they're also fucking rubbing it in. Accidentally lost a stone. Who accidentally lost a stone? Well, that'd be good. And also, still like pressed with their owl or fucking you know. I would happily take on their stress to lose the stone. No, no, um, no, 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 no,
you know, I know, I know, I know, because if you lost it, well, whatever, I don't know, I know, I don't know the circumstances, but anyway, let's, let's see if we can help this person. Um, accidentally lost a stone. Clothes now baggy as fuck. Can I be asked buying new ones? Should I just eat to fit in again? <laughs> um, no, you know what you know, do you know what you do? Um, if they're jeans and stuff, just hike them up and like put them like really far up your waist and put a belt on, and then it'll look like the current fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'll agree with you there. If it's tops, though, the baggy looks in, so it doesn't really matter. If it's trousers on, they're not going to stay up. Hike up, put a belt around. And if you have lost the weight quickly, and you said that you've lost it accidentally, then it means that you haven't been exercising and you haven't been eating right. So I would, one, go to the doctors. And two, I would also say that don't worry, because if you've accidentally lost it and you're not trying, you probably will put that back on. But also with the tops, you can cut them into crop tops, like hanging over something. Well, I can't tell you to sex at this person. Why can the man not wear a crop top? I mean, if, you're, if they're hiking up their jeans, like, so me, I'll just put your jeans and put a on and then your t shirt or take your t shirt in. Well, they can if they want. I'm not going to say either way. Here's where someone turns up to Kevin's house that's male in a crop top and a pair of jeans now. <laughs> That's just called a Saturday night shastra. <laughs> uh, okay, the next one is My two children are starting school next week One in nursery and one in primary school I'm scared I'm going to get lonely during the day Do you have any advice? Uh, well, do they have any hobbies? Well, I don't know. Um, I would say that based on what I can work out from age, is well, it's different from where you are in the country. Well, not really. It's just different terminology. Regardless of where you are in the country, your child, your children are going to be like two or three or three or four and like four or five, five or six, around those ages. And I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, don't take offense, that your life has become your children based on this question i know but it was such a change though for them being out of the house oh no well, i mean like, you know if they're in the house every day of course they're going to be your life i know 100 so it's like you probably used to have ah my elbow um that really hurt you're used to having them in the house during the summer which is worse because they're there all the time and from their question I'm assuming that you either work from home or you're a stay-at-home parent um my advice would be to if you don't have a hobby get a hobby um and also I mean this in the nicest possible way enjoy the quiet time because you will you will get this back when they move out but girl that's not or sorry person that's not well, girl, I'm meaning girl as in a gay terminology, like girl. girl. It doesn't give away the ter- the sex of the person. But I'm like, girl, you know, you're going to have this alone time in years to come. But in the next 15 odd years, you're not going to have this. So enjoy the quiet time that you have. And the, you, your first child's in nursery. So you may drop them off at nine. You may pick them up at 12 or one o'clock. That's only a few hours. Put your feet up. Have a coffee. Get in the bath. Get in the bath. Go play around the golf. Do badminton. Go to the cinema. Go shopping. Have a glass of wine. Who cares? 
I will say a couple of things. One, yeah. take up reading. Reading's a great hobby. Like, I love reading. Like, it's so good. Like, years and years ago, I would never read. But within, say, the last, like, four years or more, like, I've started to read again. And I fucking love it. It's so good. Like, you can pick up so many different books. And it's not, it's not the if you, like, read constantly. Like, you could read one book over two months, like, you know, and they don't have to be long. Like, only about three, four, five hundred pages. Like, you know, it's not that bad. Like, and it's just... It's a nice escape mm. or take up walking. There's, I don't know where you, where this person lives, but oh my God, go for a wee dander. Even 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. Fucking stunning. Like, it's so nice. You like clear your head. Love it. Do that. So nice. Yeah. I mean, yes, I agree. Shastra, have you got anything? I'd, I'd agree with me. That just do. Do the things that you're not able to do when your kids are there. So even if it's like doing the food shopping in peace or like I said, having a bath or, you know, having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea without it going cold before you can get to the end of it. Or, you know, just, just relax, like you say, enjoy the quiet time. Yeah. Watch your favourite TV programme with a cup of coffee because you don't get people because I'm sure you've just got all the fucking children's programmes on during the day or YouTube, which is more annoying. <laughs> I find that really funny though, isn't it? Because like parents now let their weans at the TV, mm-hmm. whereas like all the way back in the day, we only had like six channels, mm-hmm. so you couldn't watch anything. But you're like, do you remember then? So we got bought TVs for our rooms, and that was a big deal back in the day. Like, so we both had a TV each. But I mean, we weren't allowed to watch stuff in the living room. Mum and Dad were like, "Get the fuck!" Like, yeah, they want to even, even before we had a TV in our rooms, they were like, eh, well, no, we're watching this. Sweet. I know you go play with your toys, you do something, but you ain't watching it on the big TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's a different word now. We enjoy have too much of our own of it. Like, and they're going to grow up to be snowflakes, but that's a different story. <laughs> Not to offend the person that wrote in, but yeah, be careful how you raise your children. <laughs> Um, but yeah, do your own hobbies. Like, come on. Like, I don't want to shame you for writing in because we all need advice, but come on. Like, you were your own person before you had a child. You're your own person with children. I love and respect you and come on, respect yourself. Mm. And that's on that. Uh, but it's going to be hard. We don't know what that's like. No, I know, I know, I know. Um, But I'll put it this way. You're losing them for three, four hours, you're getting them back. Not a big deal, in my opinion. And I don't mean to offend that person writing in, and I don't want you to slag the podcast or slag me. I don't really care. But, you know, get it together. I feel for you, but get it together. Enjoy the time. <laughs> Sinead's just cringing in the camera. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not to this person they've genuinely written for help and you're just no, like i am giving them help and we have given them advice i'm just like i want I, and i'm like i'm being harsh to be kind here cruel to be kind whatever the word is um it's just like come on you were someone before you had children you're still somebody your children are just going away for three or four hours it gives you time to do the things you want to do. And it might not even give you th- time to do the things you want to do. It may be the time that you catch up on housework or, you know, quiet time where there's no one in the house. I'm not being funny. 
I'm on my own most of the day because Nick will go to work. And th- those hours go by so quick. And when Nick comes home, like, you're home already. I'm like, I want more time to myself. <laughs> so I can only imagine how fast it goes for a parent. So, I don't know. Um, but if you take offence, that's on you. But we're not meant, meaning to be offensive. We are giving you help. And this is what I will say. If you write in, we give our honest opinion. And if you don't like it, then you can fuck off. Um, okay, the last question is... Okay, my school bully has recently messaged me on social media. Acting like we are besties. How do I go about this? Uh, first of all, either block them or don't respond or tell them to fuck off. It depends on the individual you are. True. I would agree. Yep, hit the nail on the I head mean, there. As, as in the podcast we discussed, like, I have had people coming up to me and saying, like, acting like we are okay and all that there. And I will be civil, but it doesn't mean I have to have a relationship with you. So the fact that this person is reaching out to you on social media is a bit like, hmm. I'd also like a bit more, more. Yeah, there must be. I'd like, but maybe it's because they want forgiveness. They're on a path and everyone they've hurt in their life, they want forgiveness, blah, blah, blah. But I'd like more context to this question. So are, for example, are you lesbian or gay? And they bullied you for that. And now they've come out themselves. Because I've heard of this. And I know people over this. And it's like, are they now apologising because that's who they are? Have you seen Glee? I was going to say, Kurt had a bully. And it was this fella. And then he came out gay. But I think they ended up going out with each other. And I was like, well, that's fucked up. Well, no, that's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> Wow. I didn't watch that far, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And what the fuck was the boy's name? How did he get your bullet? That's what I don't get. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if they come out as gay dinner. That does not justify for how they treated you. Like, oh, I treated you that bad. Like, that scared me all feelings. You still treated me I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, you could have had those feelings and just not treated me that way. I know. Um. So, yeah. So, I would just say, um, either block. It depends though on the type of person you are are you a forgiven person and you're okay to have a conversation with them and let them apologize or just let them what they want to say or are you just like a grudgeful bitch like me are you going to just block 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 or i would actually not block them first have your say then block them um it depends who you are as a person you could be a bigger person continue and just say i forgive you that's what they're after or you can be a vengeful little cunt like me and just say you're you were a cunt 15 years ago how many years ago it was get the fuck away off my social media horrible person block and if they have a business or something give them one star fab (laughs) (laughs) don't fuck with me so funny story i hired a personal trainer um, before I went to Ireland and things happened where I had to cancel it anyway with, with the whole situation and going home and I joined on the 31st of July yesterday was the 31st of August I got a notification on my phone going you have been charged for another month and I was like oh honey no 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 
I cancelled this fucking like a week into the program with what happened and I messaged him and to be fair he was good but I was just like money grabbing bitch no but how did he still view details did you just block that transaction well so I had a, a bank card that I had my my maiden name in. <laughs> and um, I used that one and then I got a new bank card so I don't know how you got it but uh, Nick, Nick said the bank's sends the information of the bank card um and i was just like listen i cancelled this like fucking one weekend the program and i explained the situation then and i don't have to explain it now to be fair he was brilliant and he cancelled just and i refunded and all but what's the point of bringing this up i don't know what was it <laughs> well that's the sign that we're going to well, well, that's a sign that we're going to finish the podcast. <laughs> oh my God, it's always like the last five minutes. Somebody ends up and they don't know what they're talking about. Me, this week. Okay, so we're going to close the podcast. We've answered all the questions. We've talked in length about school and all our memories. And I'm sure when we listen back to this, it's not going to make any sense, especially on my part. But I'd like to thank Shastra and Sinead for joining me this evening on this wonderful Friday, the 1st of September. Um, if you're listening and you've listened this far, thank you very much for the support. Love you long time. Please like, share and review. Give us five stars on all good podcasts and services and apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, yada, yada, yada. Um... Please remember to take your milk thistle, which I did before the podcast this week. Uh, Drink responsibly, because we obviously don't. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.